The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Uh, I am Mike Noble, and you can follow us on Twitter at more underscore noble. I'm joined across the table by... Caleb Noble. You can find me on Twitter at CalebNoble08. And uh, we're thankful once again for you guys to join us as uh, we are approaching Thanksgiving, and this is one of my favorite times of year. We obviously had a fantastic, for those of you who listened to us last time, discussion on holidays. We will not make you sit through that again. However, uh, tomorrow is my last day of teaching for nine days. I think we do have the whole week of Thanksgiving off. First time in my career. I'm really excited to have nine days off of football, family, fun, food, uh, hot stove league, which we're going to get into here in a minute, and uh, looking pretty much forward to this break. Yeah, me too. Mine doesn't start technically until Wednesday, but none of my teachers have signed it. Okay, can we be fair? You've been on a break for a year and a half. That's not for a year and a half, for... This 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 semester. is your third semester of college. You've yet to enter a classroom. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not, I'm <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's just be honest. It kind of sucks, though. To be honest, it does. It does. I'm I'm excited for you to walk in, and hopefully you can um, go talk to uh, Curbelo, and you can go talk to Trent Frazier and Kofi, and say what the fuck just happened? Why did we lose to Marquette? Kofi's gonna be like, well, I wasn't playing. He was. Yeah, He's he was suspended for a another awful. NCAA rule, but we won't get into that right no, now. That's sad. That's stupid. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what's going on with them. Brad Underwood, he's going to be on the hot stove if that happens too many more times. He's going to be on the hot stove? The hot seat. Is that the, the hot stove? I don't think he's going to be in that, but you he might be on the hot stove, seat. And it was in my mind. <laughs> um, so anyway, listen, once again, we thank you guys for joining us. As always, you guys are the best uh, to come and listen to our really bad opinions. We, we really appreciate that. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, we are winding down on our first season. That's kind of hard to believe. When we started this, when we start this back in June, May, yeah. June, mm-hmm. uh, we had no idea where it would go, and and this is our twenty fourth episode. That's pretty much fantastic. So thank you guys for that and, and everything else. I, I know we really enjoy it. Uh, we're gonna try and get through maybe up to about bowl season, and then probably take a little bit of a break. Caleb's heading off to U of I. Let him get settled up there, and we have to figure out a way. Uh, we, we're trying to look at a few different ways to improve for season two. Maybe go to video. Uh, looking at a bunch of things that I think that can make this experience a little bit better for everybody. So, uh, thank you once again. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was a little bit distracted because I've never seen this in my life, but the Blues game just started, and immediately after we won the faceoff, two defensemen dropped their gloves and fought each other. Honestly, I have watched about four hockey games this year, parts of, and that's the second time I've seen it happen. Really? Yeah. Yep. At the beginning? At the beginning. At the game. I'm not saying one of them was a Blues game, and maybe I saw this on a highlight, but it is the second time I have seen, like, puck drop, Fight immediately. Be from maybe the other night. I know I, I, I haven't played the Sharks so in a while. Be from last year. Oh no, but Bertuzzo got his ass beat, and that's not really fun. Yeah, yeah. Not so. a good way to start the game, but kind of. That's all the hockey talk I've got. For yeah, that just took my attention away from the screen. Uh, let's start. Let's start with with the with the hot stove. All right. First of all, just a few things that uh, we didn't hit on when D joined us. Uh, kind of slipped my my mind. I think. Uh, really excited for Skip Schumacher to be our bench coach. Yeah, I, I thought the writing was on the wall when when they hired um, the new manager in in San Diego. That, Bob Melvin, yeah, Bob Melvin. That they probably would go have he bring his own staff in, and and we knew when Ollie was was hired here, you know there was there were obviously the bench coach job became open, and it seemed like I mean Stubby is already in the building. You had you had Pop Warner, who everybody seems to love. We the Nobles love Pop Warner quite a bit. 
Uh, Beltron has always been one of my guys. Matt Holiday's name popped up, but Skip Schumacher just seemed to make sense. Yeah, I mean, that was the obvious choice for me. The only reason I thought we weren't going to get him was obviously if he went back to San Diego, which I didn't think was likely. Bob Melvin, I mean, he's one of the most decorated managers in the league right now, so he has the guys he wants to bring in. And maybe Skip could have been one of those guys, I don't know. But the only way he wouldn't have come was because of that, or if he were to get a managerial position somewhere else. And with the teams that need managerial positions filled, Padres, who just got burned by having a young a young guy step in, same with the Mets. It didn't make any sense for him to really go anywhere else. So Yeah, you know, it seems like back in the day, baseball's bench coaches were old old guys, right? They were the older, uh, wiser, whatever, veteran, the wily veteran, been around baseball a lot, not necessarily looking for the head manager position, Um but we're there to help and assist the manager. Baseball's not that way anymore. Like, you know, when you think of Ollie being a new manager, you think, oh, maybe they should bring in a veteran guy who's had some experience. Um, but no, Skip, Skip has experience. He's beloved by the Cardinal organization and his players and everyone within it for absolute every reason in the world from what I've heard about Skip Schumacher. And, you know, I just think, especially with, with Yachty and Wayno in the building, I think he'll be, I think, a future manager. I think he's going to be a future manager in major leagues. And I think what a great place for him to return to. Well, well, sorry. And he's wearing number 55. They announced that again. Pretty, pretty psyched about that. I, yeah, I got to meet him when they were in town was the day of the 2011 uh, reunion or whatever you want to call it. And he, he was really nice to me, so I can only speak from experience. Yeah. He seems like an awesome guy, and I'm glad he's going to be in there. Yeah. I, I just get, And I really love the moves they've made this offseason with their managerial – I mean, their coaching staff. I think they got the guy – his name slipped in my mind, but they got the new assistant hitting coach – that Goldie loves. And he seems like oh, they've got... Oh, um, Tyler, Ty, Tyler, Tyler Ward. T- Taylor Ward. Taylor Ward. I was going to say Tyler Wade, but yeah, Ty- Taylor, Taylor Ward. Ward. And it seems like they've made a lot of really good decisions and bolstered the staff maybe a little bit, so... Okay, so let's stick with the Cardinals since while we're there, and then we'll, we'll get into some other hot stove stuff. Uh, obviously, it looks like they might have 30 to $40 million to spend is kind of the report that's been out there. Those are the numbers as far as for the free agency goes or via trade or anything else. The hot name right now is Marcus Stroman. I am 100% on board as a massive Marcus Stroman fan, uh, and, and I'm going to let you hit on this a little bit more, but I think his his pitching style really fits this team. Yeah, he's the only player other than Zach Wheeler that has more of a more than a 50% ground ball rate over the last three years. If there's ever a defense that, that caters to more than this one in the history of baseball, please let me know because I don't think there is. And he gives up a lot of weak contact, not a lot of home runs. We know how well that plays in our stadium. If you're not giving up monster shots, they're not going out. So, I mean, he would be perfect. I'm worried a little bit about the fact that this market's going to scare John Mozeliak into not wanting to spend money, and that he's going to go via a trade. But I think he's a perfect fit. He's going to want over $20 million a year, and he's going to get it somewhere. And I, w- I think he's worth it here. I think he'd be... He'd be our number two starter next year. If so if Marcus Stroman is the guy that, in my opinion, takes all the shortstops off the table. It shouldn't. But it, it based off 30 to $40 million, it does. Well, it's either that or you want Steven Matz in a shortstop. And right. I don't want Steven Matz. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. If, if Marcus Stroman gets, hey, shout out to Marcus Stroman. I hope he gets all he can get. Mm-hmm. But, it, but if he does get that crazy wild contract, and we've seen that already with Syndergaard and Verlander, if, if he does get that... Um, I'm okay with Steven Matz. He's a lefty. The problem is, here's the problem with Steven Matz. He doesn't really have an upside. I, I, he does. He's still young. Uh, I, I think the problem that I have with is I want a number two guy or 1B to go with Jack. 
And I don't think that's Dakota Hudson yet. It could be, but it's also not Steven Matz. It is Marcus Stroman, in yes. my opinion. And At Marcus, least number two. Marcus, if you don't want to say 1B, that's fine, but number two for and sure. And Marcus Stroman at his best, I mean, he rivals Jack Flaherty's best. Right. Like, obviously, we look back to that huge 2019 second half that Flaherty has. He hasn't been that guy since then. I mean, he was great last year, but he wasn't the 1.4 ERA in the second half that he was. But, I mean, look at these numbers last year for Stroman. 3.02 ERA, that's incredible, almost a 4 war, and 1.4 whip. Yeah, he's top, 40, one four top 40 in baseball among pitchers in war. Now, that's that you know, obviously there's a lot of stats here that go into wins go big into that. That's not his fault with the Mets. Yeah. Think about all the t- no. the games they scored one or two runs at the beginning of the year or their bullpen blew. Jacob DeGrom won a Cy Young for that right. same team right. with a losing record. Yeah. But 1.14 whip, I mean that's what you like to see, especially yes. in St. Louis. And almost a strikeout an inning. I think if I look at like 130 or 150 some in 170 innings. I don't remember what it was, but it was pretty close. And he's also that. probably the only guy you can find that's pitched seven years in the major leagues. One arm injury, zero elbow injuries. Also, don't love that he went to Duke. Don't care. <laughs> however, Duke baseball's bad how, anyway. <laughs> however, however, we know he's very intelligent. Also, great follow on Twitter. He's awesome. He does like to stir the pot. And I kind of like that. I kind of, I kind of like bring it. some energy to the club. Yes, I agree. And evidently, we've talked about this on here before. He and Nolan are pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Nolan's close with a lot of dudes. That's what I'm I mean, finding out. That's a guy that's been to every All Star game for the last seven yeah. years. So he yep. meets a lot of people. Yep. And uh, so I, yeah, I'm on board with Marcus Stroman. Obviously, Max Scherzer out there. Where? Let's talk about this then. Where? If if we don't get Stroman, which I still think there's a, a shot that that they maybe do that. And we always know that Mosaic finds a trade. That nobody saw coming, or we thought, no way, that's going to happen. Yeah, so that, most that of the time always, he wins them. That is always an, an option out there. And, and hey, there's three guys sitting in Oakland. I would be okay with any one of the three if they're available: oh, Chris yeah. Bassett, Sean Manaya, or Frankie Montas. Bring them in. Bring them on. Anyone? I'm I, Montas would be my number one, but I'm okay with any one of those three guys. And Frankie and, Montas's upside is ridiculous. And if we're honest, we've had great success dealing with Oakland in the past. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the one bad deal we made with Oakland was we brought in Mark Mulder, who was damaged goods. That, that was a, that's a whole other story. But when you get guys like Holiday, you get guys like McGuire. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've had some success there in the past, right? Some good names. Yeah, and uh, you know, so, so that's a natural trading partner. And, and I think maybe the trade is, isn't a terrible way to go for the Cardinals. If Stroman is going to get that big-time money, I, as some, I'm always nervous when you sign a free agent pitcher to a large amount of money, because facts are, it usually doesn't pay off. But that's the thing they've been afraid of, and you look at some of the teams that have won, they've all done it. Who? I mean, the Nationals won because they did it three times. Who? Strasburg, they re-signed that Yeah, but that's deal. their own guy. That's, Fine, then Scherzer and Corbin. Okay, Scherzer and Corbin. Right, right. I mean, they're not winning if they don't right. have those but guys. But that's, that's almost an anomaly. Now, now, Is it? Because, I mean, you look at the Braves now. Charlie Morton got a really big deal last year that a lot of people didn't think he was going to get that much money. They won. I mean, the but they won without that, him. They didn't win without him. He, I mean, he got it, them there. The he got them there. Yeah. And who won in 2020? The Dodgers? I mean, come on. 2020, though, who did they go sign? I mean... They I didn't go sign anybody. I don't know. They probably had They won someone. with Bueller, Kershaw, but and Yerkes. I mean, they did give Kershaw that huge deal that nobody thought But I'm just saying them. those are their guys. That's all I'm saying. When I think of free agents, I think it's somebody outside of the, the organization I'm just saying in. there are a lot of teams that win with doing that. The Astros traded for Justin Verlander, re-signed That's him. That's a trade, though. I'm just saying, yeah, but they re-signed okay, so, him, so he was there. Right, but he was already within the organization. I think you're missing what I'm Fine. saying. Chris Sale, off Red Sox. Season, an off-season acquire. Uh, that was another trade. They re-signed him, Dad. They, <laughs> you have to sign a big pitcher. I get it. You have to have more than one good pitcher. I think you're missing pitcher. what I'm saying. Like, I'm talking about someone not in your building 
getting. And, and, and I think the stats will bear out that more often than not, it doesn't work out. That's why you got to pick the right guys. But I don't think that should deter them. No, and no, no. Honestly, I don't either. Three years, $60 million is not a big deal. But again, if we're spending that, it does take Kyle Schwarber off the plate. And it does take, Steve, it does take a shortstop off the Kyle plate. Kyle Schwarber's off the plate. You think so? You think, you think he's going back no to It makes no sense to go get him. We have three young guys that are killing in the Arizona Fall League. You have to give those three guys a chance. Okay. I want those three guys to get at bats. Okay. Yep, has Garvin and Newport. They all have earned it. And if you're not going to, then you have to trade them. So you're so okay. So let, so you're fine going into next season with all the offensive guys that are within our organization. No, I want a shortstop. But I, but what I'm telling you is, if they go get Stroman, they're not getting a shortstop but you don't because know they that. don't they don't have enough money. They're they, saying thirty million dollars. Well, they do have enough. If money. they pay if they pay Stroman, or Stroman more than twenty, they're not going to. I'm now, not, now the, the semantics of they have enough money or not, it's a different argument. But I'm, that's also assuming that if they were to go get a Trevor Story, they want to unload some of Paul DeYoung's contract. So there are things okay. they can do okay. to, do, to save some money. I almost feel like Trevor Story's not coming here because of the qualifying offer. He did say he'd be interested in playing in St. Louis. He did. He did. A lot of talk around him going to Texas. It seems like Texas all of a sudden is involved in everybody. It's because um, they got that stadium. They want to have people there. Well, they also but then have you look no at that contracts. And you wonder why Joey Gallo got traded then. Well, I think he, Joey Gallo was coming up soon, right? It's like, after this year, but why? Yeah. I mean, why, why, why don't not? you try to build around him? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, if you look at what Gallo did in New York, that might tell you why. I mean, Joey Gallo, everyone knows Joey Gallo's not a... He's, you dig deeper to find Joey Gallo's value than the, the average and all that. He did, want a, he did want a gold glove. And he was also, I mean, also getting traded to a new organization. An organization, by the way, that's been crumbling the last couple of years. For whatever reason, they haven't figured yeah. that shit out. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there. I mean, he was put in a tough situation, and he... Once again, you go from Texas, where you'll never get booed, up to New York, and he strikes out three times, and he's getting booed. Do we believe that the recent? Do you believe that the recent comments about the young, how they believe in him, and how if you have to look deeper into the numbers here, is that a smokescreen? Is that a, a typical mosaic smokescreen, or do you believe that we might actually see Dion and, and Sosa as the shortstop combination? I think it, I think that comment's smart because it gives them options. Okay. It gives them one if he ends up not wanting to get a shortstop. Then he already told us that he liked our shortstop. And two, if he does want to get a shortstop and wants to unload him, you can't go out there and say, we can't go into next year with Paul. You can't do the Ben Simmons, um, Doc Rivers thing where you want to trade someone and then tell them everyone that they're bad. I wonder if Ben Simmons realizes that he makes his way into every single podcast we've ever had. I don't know. I, I think we just him. need to sneak his name in every time. I think we do. But yeah. that is, that's like, I think that is a good point, though, to go out there like they did and basically say that they don't think they can win with him and then try and trade him, well, who's going to want to give I, you I the value? I'm just so saying. I think he gave – I think Mosaic's comments just gave him options. I'm not going to read any more into it than what he said. Yeah. And what he said was that they weren't giving him a fair shake, which I disagree with. He's been really bad. But whatever – I mean, he can't go out there and shit on his player for do, any reason. Do you believe that Tommy Edmond can play shortstop every day at the major league level for the St. Louis Cardinals and be, and be successful and be valuable to the team? Defensively? Uh, no, as a player, like obviously he was the only second baseman in Major League Baseball that qualified with under a hundred runs created this year. He's ninety six, yeah. lowest thirtieth in baseball. So we move him to shortstop, which is now an elite offensive position. More so than it maybe more ever so has than been. second base, way more than second base right now. Yeah, he's a more valuable second baseman. So that's okay. Also, i have always been the the opinion as a, as a former coach again high school, right? But still that. I don't like to weaken two positions. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if moving Edmund to short 
to put Gorman there, who has played what a hundred, not even a hundred games at second base. Are we now like are we now taking what was the strength with our five goal gloves and weakening that middle defense on with a team of a bunch of guys who throw ground balls? Tommy, I love Tommy, and he's a great second baseman. Not the strongest throwing arm. Right. So putting him at shortstop doesn't make much sense. There is obviously a caveat to that. If Gorman came up and set the world on fire, which is a big if, but if he were to, then you would strengthen one position. And I do think Tommy would be serviceable at shortstop, but I don't think that's the problem. You can't look for serviceability at a premium position. And you have said on here you need an elite shortstop to win. At the very least, a Dansby Swanson. Well, Dansby Swanson's on his I, way to be in the he, league. He's on his way, but I wouldn't call him elite at it because he's not at the level of the elite guys. Or no, he's on his him. way. I he could potentially get there. Yeah, but you don't need. You need someone that is at least up there, like and, up and, and fifth, my, upper upper fifteen in the league. We're not talking Edmundo Sosa, Tommy Edmond, or Paul DeYoung. No. Okay. No. So I do think Tommy Edmond would be serviceable there, but I think the problem is you don't want that to be the position where you have someone. That you give that caveat. It just seems like when I get on the these threads and these these again, we're talking about the Twidiots, but it just seems like everybody is sold on it. Like it's a video game. You could just move him over and insert Nolan Gorman at second base, and you're going to be just as good defensively as you were. And I do not believe that. It's not okay. Um, but so I'm not crazy. I will say if we don't go get a shortstop, I wouldn't mind them trying that out. But I don't want them to have to do that. But I, I do want to see what Gorman can do, and if he starts raking at the DH position, and maybe Yepes is playing well or whatever they want to do there. If if DeYoung continues to be as bad as he was, and Sosa doesn't come up and light it on fire again, which I hope he does, but I don't think he will, I wouldn't mind them trying it, but I don't want them to have to get to that spot. It is the concern, if, if Kyle Schwarber's not coming here, which I think I tend to agree with you, I think it'd be a great fit, but I think he's, he's going to get a lot of money. He'll get a lot of money. And he should. And, and uh, for those who haven't, uh, check out Matt Seward's, who's a regular on our show. Check out his podcast, Let Me Explain. He and Caleb got into a pretty good debate, or not debate, but a pretty good conversation. discussion, conversation about all the off-season deals and where they think free agents are going to go. It's really, really good. Check it out. Let Me Explain. You can find it on all your favorite podcast platforms. But um, <coughs> it, it, it does seem interesting to me. If we don't get a shortstop, I don't – I mean, what bat, what bat is out there – because here's the thing, if you're going to give Gorman and Yepes every shot to either place, to DH, you're not going to get that, so you're telling me then we're not upgrading the offense. I'm, I'm telling you that I wouldn't worry about DH right now. I don't think it's necessary. I think they've got guys in their system. And here's the thing, those three guys that we were talking about, Gorman, Yepes, and Nupar, if you're not going to use them this year, then their value is going to keep going down because they're getting a year older and they're... They're just getting less reps. You got to trade them, at least one, maybe, but maybe two, for someone that, for a high end player. Because you cannot continue to just hope that you have security blankets for those three guys who are young. For if someone were to go get injured, is it going to happen? Yeah, I guarantee you, one of our three outfielders will be out on an IL stint at some point. But you have to give those three. I mean, you have to get value out of them, whether that's them playing every day or that's trading them to get somebody that's going to make an immediate impact on your team. I mean, this is Wayne Onyadi's last year. This, if this isn't the year to go all in, then I don't know when you're ever going to. But I think this is the year to go all in. Um, as of right now, knock on wood, all of our pitching staff is healthy going into the year. I mean, this is the season. If they're, never, if they're not going to go for it this year, they're not going for it. So let me and ask that's going to speak volumes to Nolan Arenado, who has another opt-out. Let me ask year. you again. What are you doing then to address the team needs? Because here's the thing. Outside of a... 
bottom third in almost every offensive category in baseball. This team was. Now, outside of a 17-game stretch, bottom 10% in almost every category in baseball. It is worth looking at that when Bader and O'Neill were both in the lineup, they were a top-10 offense in baseball. For for 18 games. Well, it was for... for, No. Well, no, if you look at the stats, because they're combined, when they had those eight in without DeYoung with Sosan, and uh, O'Neill and Bader, they were one of the best offenses in baseball with that eight. Obviously, you have that 17-game winning streak, which was a decently large um, portion of that time when all eight were in, so that does bring that to it. I think the offense is really good. I really do. The eight guys we know are there. I think they're all seven. I'm not going to even count shortstop. Those yeah, seven, we don't know. Those seven, I really like all seven of them. But you need two more. Like, there's two more guys. So again, you've yet to answer my question. What do I do? I guess join in story, and you're going to win the NL Central. Okay. That's four. That's over $40 million. I mean, they have the money. They're once again, I mean, they're all the writers were talking about how they were, there was nobody in the seats. They're still top five in attendance. Right. You have the money. Bar Park Village is hopping. Go spend the money. I agree. You're not I, even close to the luxury tax. Not even close. Why are the Yankees and so Dodgers up there every year? Guy. That's, you, that's your guy. He is because I don't think we're going to pay the other guys. Right. And I don't know if I love Simeon. I do. But I don't okay. know if I love him in this ballpark. Okay. I don't, a lot of his home runs don't he get He does have there. a massive pull rate. Like one there's of the that, highest in baseball. There's that and he also, his home runs, not a high home run average distance, which means they will get pulled down by the wind. And, and we I don't think he's going to be. Toronto. And I don't think he's going to be. That I'm not saying he's going to be bad if he right, came here, right, okay. but I don't think he'd be the Marcus Simeon you'd be paying for because of the year he just had. What kind of years are you looking at for Trevor Story and Marcus Simeon? I think I would pay him five years, 120. Both of them. Simeon might get more. No, 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 no. St- uh, Stroman, I'm sorry. Stroman, 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 and, and if those are the two, those are our Stroman's most. going to be very dependent on the market. Three years set. I I wouldn't blame him if he wanted to get more. He's had the best year he's had in since. His all-star season four years ago. I think he's going to get a lot of money. I do too. And I think he should. And I hope he does. He deserves it. Same. But um, I don't know. I would do everything I could that made more sense than what the Angels did with Cindergard. Like if I'm, I'm not going crazy land like they did. But I would do everything I could to get that guy in his clubhouse. Okay. All right. And if it gets to the point of 25 to $30 million, no. Who is your closer in 2022 for this team? Gio Gallegos. Okay. Okay. And I bring back Luis Garcia too. Give him five million. They're, they're going. I don't think they're going to have to pay him that much. I think you're looking at two and a half. They did. They gave TJ McFarlane that he has a way bigger. Yeah, two point three, right? Yeah. There's no way that I think Luis Garcia is not going to draw more. With with his past, I think you're going to get the same. Whatever it takes. I don't know why we haven't done yeah. it yet. Do well, it now. I mean, who knows? We'll stop waiting. We wait and right. then they go. Right. Like he could get he could get some. T- I mean, Anaheim's looking for arms. They could see him and say, "Well, we like what he did there. Maybe we get him in here." We'll give him four million dollars, and he's gone. So let's talk about a few of these signings to move on from the Cardinals. Uh, obviously, Syndergaard goes to the Angels. You don't love it. I think it's low risk, high reward. Uh, it's not low risk. It is it's twenty million dollars on your payroll. You're talking about Artie Moreno, and you're talking about an organization that has a top ten payroll every year, top five usually, more money than God in L.A. Uh, they know what they're they, money again. If we're talking money, the Angels are not concerned about money. They've proven that over and over again. Now they have thrown a lot of bad money, a lot of bad contracts out there. But Syndergaard on one year, when you when you put him in that rotation with Otani, uh, and if you could add one more guy, but then with that lineup, Trout coming back, you've got Otani, you're getting Rendon back healthy. That I still think they're going to be a player either in that shortstop second or the second base market. Um, I you got Jared Walsh who, who put up great numbers. I think they could be a sleeper team in, in the West next year. And I know that we've said that for a long, long time. But I really, truly believe 
that that team and you still have uh, who uh, the other young stud outfielder. Uh, Adele, Adele, and Brandon, Joe Adele, and Brandon Marsh. Yeah, so you, I mean, I think they're a very talented team. The problem is if this contract were to not work out, which I err on the side of thinking it's not going to work out because I've never seen Noah, I haven't seen Noah Syndergaard throw a whole year where he was good, definitely not worth twenty million since 20, 2017. And we hadn't seen that with Shohei Otani either. Okay, but he was and already he paid. He was already paid, and he has all the upside in the world. Noah Syndergaard does not. He does. He was throwing ninety four. If he's throwing 94 again... Right, but I don't... If he's throwing 94 again, he's not Noah Syndergaard. Right, that is true. So you're paying him $21 million for a guy who's most likely going to get less than 180 innings. I'm going to assume probably closer to 160, 150 if he's healthy. And there's there's really no upside to it. If it was a two-, three-year deal, I would understand because then you could be getting a guy that could potentially be Cy Young caliber after this year for more less than what he would have been on the market if he got back out there. But you're taking a one-year flyer... What you can't do when you need solid pitching. They need pitching. I mean, you, I, it makes no sense to me. If you're going to do this, do it with Justin Verlander. Well, do you think that since they've been burned with bad pitching contracts in the past, one-year deal might be the way to go for the Angels? It might be, but not with a guy who's not reliable. Well, we don't know. And he's, we, we do know he's well, not We know reliable. that he hasn't been always, but we don't know that this year could be different. We just don't know. It could be. Right. But what is, is his upside $21 million worth? I don't think it is. With that being said, how about the Justin Verlander contract? Like, what in... That's a lot of money for a guy who's thrown six innings over the... I mean, you want to talk about Syndergaard. At least Syndergaard's, what, 31, 29? I don't even know how old he is. He's not that old. Yeah, but just... Verlander's Verl- 40. Verlander might be a top-ten pitcher to ever live. And uh, Not an argument. Well, and the last time he had a full season, what did he do? Won the Cy Young. What did Noah Syndergaard do? He had a 4 right. ERA. Right. And that was right. three years ago. But again, but, but we're talking about a guy who's now almost 40 years old. I, I, I hope Justin... Russell, I love Justin Verlander. I think he's going to be great. I hope he's great. I think he's going to be. I have no doubt in my mind that Justin Verlander's going to go out there. And be a low three, high two ERA. Um, just to go through a few of these other guys, uh, Marte seems to be linked to just about every team in baseball. I think he's going to Houston. Uh, I don't. I did, okay, but I don't I do. anymore. I do. I think he's going to Philadelphia. Really? They have two outfield spots empty right now. Bryce Harper just won the MVP. We'll yeah, talk we'll, about that in we'll, a little yeah, thanks bit. Thanks for jumping the shark on that one. Well, they know already. <laughs> if they're listening to this tomorrow, they know. But um, Starling Marte, I mean, I think that's a great fit. I mean, that's a number one. They need a leadoff hitter right in front of Bryce Harper. I think that's a great fit for them. That's who I'd get. And I think it makes a lot of sense. They need to spend money. He won't be too expensive when you got a guy that heavily relies on his speed for his value, and he's getting into his mid-30s. That price is going to keep going Don't down you for think him. I'd give that, him three years. For that team, that team needs to win with Pitt. They need to do something about that bullpen and that rotation. I mean, I do you do. spend the money on Starling Marte when you can maybe get Chris Taylor cheaper than Starling Marte? He's not going to be, he's not going to be cheaper than Starling You don't Marte. think so? No. I don't. Hmm. He's so valuable. He's and and he, and I would assume he's going to have a lot of teams looking at him, which means the price is going to keep rising. There were about seven teams listed today by John Heyman. I think it was Heyman. One of those teams was the Cardinals, which kind of shocked me. Did you see that? He plays shortstop. Yeah, I was really I was really surprised by that. I, I meant to say that earlier. Actually. I didn't so see he, that, but yeah, that, was, I, I I don't I, I I'm not that saying, hurts. Again, Can he apologize to Alex Reyes first? Is there first of all is there a more Cardinal player than Chris Taylor? No. Right. But, he had, but before he walks in the but room, he has to apologize to Alex how many How many jerseys in South County will be sold of Chris Taylor if he comes here? Not a ton. Oh, are you kidding? Have you, have you drive down there and see the Stubby Clap jerseys and the Rex Hudler jerseys and the, you, you name, Here's insert the thing, plain white male in here and they've got the jerseys. Any person that decides to go buy a Cardinal jersey and sees Arnauto, Goldschmidt, <laughs> Flaherty, Taylor, and goes to, the, to Taylor... He better go out. I'm telling you right now, just wait and watch. Watch for South County Steve. He'll have them out. 
But, mean, but either way, right. Hey, I was just kind of shocked by that. I did not see that coming. I don't think he ends up here. I feel like the Mariners is a great fit for Chris Taylor. That's what I said, too. Yeah, okay, that's right. Okay, good. But, but I do believe I mean, that. to go back there, I, I like that move. I think the Mariners, they're going to be in. They want to be in. They want to show their team that they want to win. And, but I don't think they're ready to go for a Correa splash, a Seager splash. So I think him and Rodon were my two picks to go to them. I think those two lower-level people who aren't going to require... Rodon's going to get paid. I don't think so. Really? I think the fact that... Well, then I'd like him here. I think the fact that the White Sox... He's going to get paid. He's going to get a decent amount of money. But I think the fact that the White Sox didn't offer him a qualifying offer speaks volumes to what they think about his projectability. Yeah, that is true. That is a good point. Now, also, just to go through a few of the other big names that are out there, uh, can Freddie just go ahead, please, and sign with Atlanta? Because if he doesn't sign there, I might be done with baseball. I think he's going to... He's definitely signing there. I think it's more of a... What do we want? Where are we gonna go? How much money do I am I willing to take? Maybe off of what I would get paid to help us win. That's probably the situation that's going on there. And here's the thing: if I'm Freddie Freeman, they got a discount on Albies, they got a discount on Acuna. You're paying me. You're giving me thirty million a year. I've earned yeah, it. Yeah, and I think they will. And I think they should. Alex Anthopoulos is gonna not gonna not. He is. Back. He is your generation. Chipper Jones. Yeah, he's per- he's literally Chipper Jones. He, right. Just not I mean, a that, switch hitter. That is who he is. And, you know, he's perfect for that team. He's, he's the front man, as he should be, for whatever organization. Mm-hmm. I'm a massive Freddie Freeman fan, and I want him to stay in Atlanta. Do you agree? He he compliments, his personality compliments Ronald Acuna Jr. perfectly. And and Albies, and Swanson, but it's just and incre- all Because Acuna yes. plays with that fiery energy that yeah, uh, pimp a ball off the wall and get yelled at. Yep. And then you've kind of got the, the steadying presence of... Freddie Freeman right behind him. Who it's hits like perfect. a 92 mile an hour hater slider over the left center field wall. It doesn't somehow. show emotion until he gets to the game. <laughs> well, he showed a lot. He, showed he, did, but he waits a little but, bit. Right. But I think those two superstars yeah, complement each other foils, very yes. well. Um, now, here's where I'm going to get a little pissed at you. Hmm. About a month ago, maybe yeah. a little bit over that, I told you Carlos Correa is going to Detroit. Yeah. You, you yelled at me. And you told I don't think him, I yelled. You, there was some yelling. I disagree. And there was, there's no way he's going. That makes zero sense. There's no way he's going to Detroit. Hmm. Um, that's not going to happen. He's going somewhere big. Why would Detroit? There was a lot of questions that you asked me. You really doubted my credibility at that point in time. I'm listening to your you on with Matt on the Let Me Explain podcast. I explained. And here is what I hear. Oh, Caleb, where do you think Carlos Correa is going? I think he's going to Detroit. What the fuck? (laughs) Okay, well, first off, all those things that you said that I didn't think it made any sense, I still agree with. I don't think it's going to be a good deal for Detroit. I don't think they should. Be, I don't think they should be spending that much money right now. They've got a lot of things to figure out. And honestly, Correa plays big time moments. That's his thing. That's what he thrives in. And he's not going to be in any for a few years. So I still don't think the move makes sense for really either of them, other than the fact that Hinch and Correa played together. And I do think Correa could go help out a team. Unfortunately, he decided to shit on Derek Jeter, which takes two organizations out of the running. Okay. Miami and New York. So. And he's not going to play short. He's not going to play anywhere but shortstop, so they take the Mets out of the running. So there really isn't. It boils down more less to a place making sense for him to there no longer being a place other than Detroit that I could see him even going. Okay, I'm going to argue just a little bit with you there. First of all, also for those of you at home, I'm not going to do the work for you, but I did the work. If you look up Derek Jeter's five gold gloves that he won, he should not have won any but potentially one of them. Carlos Correa is not wrong. I'm not saying he's I wrong. I love Derek Jeter. This is not a shot. I'm not taking... It feels like if you take... like We might have static in the airways right now if you take a shot at Derek yeah. Jeter. Like the god, the baseball gods are hearing us. And, I'm not. And I'm the biggest Derek Jeter Look at what Omar Vizquel was doing those years. Yeah. 
Then it's better. He was a better defensive player across the board than Derek Jeter, as were others in the league. And no one's going to disagree with that. I'm not disagreeing with that. He was all I'm saying by the reporter. That's fine, but he bit, he took the bait. He knew exactly what he was doing. He was not. He's not one. He does not want to go to New York. He does not want to be part I, of that I shit just, show, and he's not going to Miami. It makes me mad because I think he'd be a perfect fit in Miami. But I'm going to back to what I said a month ago. The Tigers have a ton of money. They do. They're not afraid to, to spend it, as we've seen with Maybe. Miggy contracts. We've seen with um, Jordan Zimmerman. That Jordan one Zimmerman work. contracts. We've seen with all of those, right? You have an incredibly young and talented pitching staff that is on the rise. You are in a division that is winnable, even though everybody's going to say, oh, the, the White Sox are, hey, maybe if Rodon leaves, we don't, we don't know what the future holds for the White Sox. They crumbled like a cheap No, and also I want to get to them in a second. But you have that. You also are sitting with some exciting young players, and you have a great, great rotation. And you Not know, great, not great. I mean, I'm Casey sorry, Mize is really good. Really good rotation. You have a really good bullpen. You just signed Eduardo Rodriguez. Good signing. That's a great signing. You you add him with Casey Mize, Spencer Turnbull. Uh, you've got Matthew Manning or Matt Manning, who was a stud when he came up. Tyler Alexander. These guys are all young, and they're all really good pitchers. You have a, a Michael Fulmer in the bullpen throws seeds. He found he his spot. Kind of gets hit though. He still had a really Pretty good hard. year this year. You you have a, an exciting young team with with Badu. You also are getting at the end of of Cabrera, and you have a window where you could potentially win. With Mickey Cabrera still there, at least the division. And when you look at some of those, guys, I don't think so, Dan. I, I don't do. think they're anywhere close to the White Sox. They, I dis, I disagree. The White, you, it is worth noting that the White Sox ran away with that division without Eloy or Luis Robinson for most of the year. I understand that. I'm saying if if Detroit adds Carlos Correa and you add him, Candelario is on the upswing. He's right? really good. We all agree with that. I like him a lot. Jonathan Scope, all he does is hit. Mm-hmm. He's all all he does is hit. You the got, problem is they have a bunch on, of five hitters, Dad. Let me finish. Akil Badu, great year. Struggled a little bit down the stretch, whatever. We're Robbie consistent. Grossman, you've got Torkelson on the way. Uh, you, you go get one more guy along with Correa. They've got money to spend. That team could find their way in a playoff stretch easily. They, would they finish 500 this year? With, Around with almost no... I mean... Nobody that you could. They were really, a little bit under five hundred, but 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 not much. If that division is as winnable of a division as any in baseball. It's the most winnable division in. Agreed. But and you add a guy like Carlos Correa. You just added Rodriguez, and you add another, maybe another bat. It, maybe it's a Jack Peterson. Maybe it's maybe it's a, one of those young. Those they would guys. have to do that for me to believe. I'm just saying they can't just go Carlos Correa and stop. And Eduardo Rodriguez, is like a I good said, pickup I, for them. He's good. He you is. Got Matthew Boyd still but there. Eduardo Rodriguez is not a game changer. He was. I didn't say that. The third best pitcher on Boston. And I un- they lost. I understand that. What I so and like I said, I don't think that they have. They don't have one hitter that's better than a five hitter on a good team. Not one. Even Correa wasn't batting a look, look, fifth on go, the Astros. Go look at Jonathan Scope's numbers. He's good. Year. He's not batting fifth on any team that made Candelario the playoffs. Candelario will hit fifth on five. that team if you add Correa. He's probably at second. He might. No, I think Scope will probably hit second. But but again, they all bet we, we don't. Four. Again, you got Torkelson coming up. If you add another guy, and we know they'll spend money. Are they willing I'm, to bring Torkelson up now? That's a great question. I don't know. Not, then I, don't I, know. I don't know that those questions. I'm simply saying that division is winnable, and I think with your window with Miggy, they would love to make another run at it. Why not bring Carlos Correa? In? And it even is this Miggy's last year? I don't know if it's this year or next year. I'm not sure what that is. Um, but here's the thing. Also, even if you don't, it passes the torch from Miggy to Correa. It, and also, here's the one thing that I told you, the number one thing. Guess who loves A.J. Hinch more than any human in the world? 
Carlos Correa. Oh, 2023, there's a buyout. So. Okay, so he's got one more year for sure. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, uh, AJ Hinch and him had lunch and breakfast the other day. They, I, they said the breakfast went so well that they had lunch. <laughs> so They were like best buddies. There's a picture of both of them, by the way. I can't imagine seeing Carlos Correa just sitting at a... It was like a diner. <laughs> in Detroit? Probably in Florida. Or Houston. I don't yeah, know where AJ probably in Florida. I think Correa lives down there. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I if you're... A Detroit Tigers fan, and you get Carlos Correa. There's no way you can't be excited, right? I mean, he's one of the best players. As in baseball. a baseball fan, I'd be excited. I want Detroit to be good again. I just hate Detroit's jerseys. They're <laughs> I so love plain. Them. The D, you don't They're like so the D. plain. Okay, since we're talking about Detroit, let me give you the the random Detroit Tigers stat of the day. Okay, all right. The Ty Cobb. No, no. D. Pagel they, told me that Ty Cobb could hit a home run wherever he wanted, whenever he wanted, but he just chose not to. So well, that's what they said about each row. So one either. D was wrong, or two, Ty Cobb was a moron and didn't know how to maximize <laughs> well, his, his abilities. I don't think D was wrong because I have heard that story before, and I've heard the same thing about Ichiro. I don't and think he was wrong either, but that's just, who would rather get a single than hit a home run? It's so much better to hit a home run. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to our random Detroit Tigers fact of the day. In 2014, the Detroit Tigers pitching staff had five Cy Young winners on it. Verlander, Scherzer, Robbie Ray, David Price, Rick Porcello. Mm-hmm. And they got swept in the DS by the Orioles. Also, just... Who had Chi... Was it Chi Min Win? Win, win Chi Min? Okay. Remember that guy? You're, okay. Che Win... Oh. You know oh, what I'm talking about? Yes. The lefty? Oh, I don't want to keep guessing because I feel bad. Yeah. Wei Yin Chen. There you go. There you go. Yeah, and they had J.J. Hardy and Adam Jones. But that they, they swept that... Zach Brim was a that. stud. Now, again, that was young Robbie Ray. That was... But, it, but still... Imagine that. That was your main matron. So, you know, I decided, well, hey, might as well drop some knowledge from Detroit. Yeah, I saw, I, I saw that. If That's Correa cool. doesn't go to Detroit, where's he going? Detroit. Okay. All right. I agree. I agree. There's not I one just, other team in baseball that makes sense. I just want you to say, Dad, you were right when you said this over a month ago. Yeah, I mean, you were, but just because, I mean, there were new developments <laughs> oh, that see, happened here it comes, that changed my here opinion. It comes. Okay. Well, I was under the impression that he was going to go to Miami. I thought that made the most sense. Yeah. And I think that's a team that if he went there, that would be a game changer. But Derek Jeter's not signing him. No. No. And no. I wouldn't either. No. Actually, yeah, I would. But uh, okay, let's go through a few other guys. Before we get there, okay, what sure. are the White Sox doing? I haven't heard their name one time. No, no. The only time I heard their name was when they didn't offer Rodon a qualified well, offer, they, which how, how disrespectful is that? I know. The guy, I you, you didn't it. offer him one last year. Because even he if he came says back no, you're, then, you're guaranteed to draft pick. Yeah, I think. It doesn't make sense. That's why I think he, thought was, he was, he was going to yes, accept it. And they didn't want him to no, say yes. They didn't want to take 18 million. Right. So that's why I don't think he's well. They as much did as extend Kimbrel, right? They picked up his. They picked up his. Yes, which option. is a lot of money. Again, don't I don't really understand that. I do. I mean, he's good, so, but he, I mean, you got Liam Hendricks. But he's why spend the money on Craig Kimbrel? Because that's just a. I he wasn't good in the setup role. That's a very. I mean, then you could trade him. Someone's going to pick that up. If you okay. want to get value right. out of him, you don't just let him walk. So let's move on to just a few of the other free agents because then we. I want to get into the awards a little bit, and then we get some some NFL, some NBA talk. Uh, Baez, I think he's going back to the Mets. I really think... You don't think he wants to be a shortstop? I don't. I think I think he wants to be in New York City. I think he's going to the Angels. Okay. And I think they shouldn't do it, but I think they will. I think it, that's another typical he, Anaheim They Angels want a shortstop, signing. and I think he wants to be a shortstop. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. Or for, I could see him going to Miami, too. I mean... Yes. Okay, it's Miami, LA, or, or New York. Yeah, he's not going back to Chicago. No, I don't, he's not going back to Chicago. I, I think he needs to be in a situation where he's going to win, because that's when he's the best. Three three definitely high Latin uh, communities mm-hmm. with those three. And he he's just brings so much active. energy. He is very active in the Latin community yes. in Chicago, or wherever he lives. He's a good dude. Like, I, I love A lot Javi of people Baez. give Javi Baez shit, because they don't... Whatever, they don't... Whatever. Again, I don't even know how to fill that in that blank. But I think that's a, those are three... That just makes sense. Yeah. Like he doesn't fit in 
uh, Oakland or Texas. Or, or Texas. Right, I agree. Although, also very high Latin community. I know, but he doesn't he fit, do like I said, work, but I think he will never reach his maximum potential if he's not winning. And I only say, I only point out, again, I only point out the Latin communities because he has done a lot of work within Latin also, communities. Also, there is something to be said about guys that want to be in a community that's familiar to the, what they grew up in. Yeah, yeah, right. So if he wants to go to Miami, which a lot, a lot of guys that he knows probably lives yeah. there, because of, I mean, look at all the Latin players around baseball. A lot of them live in that area. Miami has to have money, right? Like They, they have a lot of money. They I think they already of, just spend it. We're talking about Miami here. I mean, they gave that huge deal to Stan. They ended up working out, yeah. and they unloaded it. But they have, they're willing to spend that money if they have someone they want to spend it Let's on. Let's go through a few more. Um... Cassianos is who I think is going to go. There. Okay, well, okay, well, let's go with it. You think he's going where? Miami. Okay, he was in that big ballpark. Well, he was the biggest. He's like the biggest Miami Marlins fan you'll ever find before. Interesting. Did not, did not from my Mi- from Miami. Dropped he was out. at the game where Bobby Bonilla hit the walk off in the World Series. Mm-hmm. He's a huge Miami fan. They want to spend money, and that's a guy. Especially if there's a DH. So you don't think he's going back to Cincinnati? Fuck no. Really? They're unloading. So yeah, a lot of rumors about Jesse Winker getting traded. I don't think so. You don't think so? He only has like three years of service. We don't time. need to get into that. I, that's just what I've. I've I mean, that would be a great pickup for anybody fire. who would go do it. Right. But I think I don't think there's even a shot they're going to offer him anything. Yeah. Okay. They should, uh, but they won't. Scherzer. I said uh, San Diego. Yeah, that's what you've been sticking to. I, I think I, I, I think I, there's I a realistic possibility the Cardinals go try and get him. I think so too. But I, I don't think know. He's going to be on their list. Um, he said he's oh, that's yeah. the only team that's not West Coast. He's open to yeah. going to. Yeah. So all you New York Yankee fans who keep saying, "Oh, we're gonna get," no, you're not. What if the Angels go and pay Max Scherzer too? They really shouldn't. <laughs> but what if they do? They really shouldn't. They that were done contracts. You know that Ari Moreno from. wants to win more than any owner. Then he shouldn't have signed GM. Then he shouldn't have signed Anthony Rendon. Well, I. He was coming off an MVP. He's season. terrible, and he doesn't work hard. Okay, but he well that every, every report, wow. every report ever Ugh. says the dude does not work hard and doesn't care to play baseball. Yeah, I don't like. Well, then why? Okay, every report. Why would they sign him? Why would anybody sign him? Because now? they're the fucking Angels. Why they sign Pujols <laughs> at the age of forty-seven? And Josh Hamilton and C.J. Wilson. They signed Albert yeah, Pujols through his age sixty-five yeah, season. Yeah, uh, Corey Seager's going to the Yankees, right? I don't know. There's been reports now that say that the Yankees. Don't want to spend big money because they've got that young kid. Um, yeah. Shit, what's his name? The guy from New Jersey. Yeah, that throws like 120 across the diamond yeah, or something like that. Yeah, they've got that young guy, Volpe. Yeah, yeah. And it. then they've got the other guy that's also really close. I forgot his name. One's going to end up playing second one's or gonna, third. One's going to end up being traded. Yeah, okay. Unless they trade Gleyber Torres. I think they're going to trade Gleyber Torres, maybe, and someone to else to the Athletics for Matt Olson and slide DJ back to second. See, I've heard that they're not maybe in on the first base market now. They're in on Matt Olson and Rizzo. Well, where does Anthony Rizzo go then? If you, uh, Chicago. Back to Chicago? I don't know. I think so. He can go anywhere. I think he goes back to Chicago. He can go anywhere and find That's where he belongs. Probably he, that man belongs Anaheim. in a Cubs uniform. That man, no, not with Jared Walsh at first base. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, just a couple others. Let's do, Jared Simeon. I want, I've been very vocal on this for three months. Mm-hmm. I want Marcus Simeon back in Toronto. I think he will be. Now that you think, even though they extended Barrios, which shout out to Jose Barrios, they didn't get Barrios money at all. What, it's, it's what is it? Okay, I, I've heard Barrios. It, ba- he says it Barrios. Okay, well that's so all I care about. Um, um, so you think you you what do they, they do? Didn't with Gavin Biggio? They didn't give him much. Huh? What do they do with Gavin Biggio? He plays then? third base every day. You think he'll play third? Who's playing third down the stretch for him? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know that. It was one of those young kids. Yeah, he'll play third. Okay. Espinal maybe. Maybe. Yeah, uh, Biggio's a third baseman anyway. Okay. Um, okay, Chris Bryant. I think he goes to the Mets. Okay. I think that makes the most sense. I don't think he's... Rumors are San Francisco's not... third base. Depends on if J.D. Davis can figure it out. 
If he can, then third base. They've if been not, saying that for years. He'll go to right field, and Michael Conforto is going to go away anyway. Where is Michael Conforto going? I don't know who I was going to pay him the most money. I could see Texas for him. Okay. Um, all right. Just. I think he's going to get over hundred million. I don't know for how many years, but I just think that's what he's going to get. Uh, just a couple more, because you, you believe Schwarber's going back to Boston. I think I a lot of people believe that. I think that's a great fit. I think that's where he should go. He's that's perfect That's a great there. fit for Kyle Him and Schwarber. Kike at the top of that lineup. And they love awesome. those two guys in Boston. They him, love them. I mean, him, Kike, and then you follow with Xander, Devers, and J.D. I mean, there's not a better yeah. top that's five. A, well, J.D.'s really a free baseball. agent, too, right? No. He... He um accepted the qual. Oh, okay. No, no, they picked up. He picked up his. Okay, it's his kind of. He had a he had player an option. Contract. Okay, player option. Um, just two more. Let's go through, and then we're gonna move on. Robbie Ray, Cy Young. Shout out, by the way. Shout out to Robbie Ray for winning the Cy Young. I have been a Rob fantasy baseball Robbie Ray guy for a while. I've always liked to watch him pitch. It was great to see him come. I know you think that the that this is his seat, like his ceiling was this year, and whatever you're paying Robbie Ray, you're not going to get. What he was I wouldn't worry about paying for what he's done and not what he will do. Okay, That's so, what I'd worry about. So where do you believe Robbie Ray ends up? Anaheim. And I'm not even <laughs> kidding. A lot of the other ones were jokes. I really think that they're the only one that might give him what he wants. I think it's Texas. What? That'd they be need pitching. That'd be such a dumb deal. They need pitching. And it just but they seems... don't because they're bad. But they need they pitching do. to finish fourth instead of fifth. No, but I'm telling you, they are. I think they're going to spend like Remember but when the Angels, remember when the Padres did this? Remember about, was that Manny? 10 years ago when they got Matt Kemp and they got uh, it was a little all, all of those guys, right? Yeah, Will Myers. Will Myers. Don't even stay. B.J. Upton and Justin And there was Upton. a closer that they signed also that year. They signed Daniel Norris. Who yeah, they they signed a ton before. of guys, right? Will Middlebrooks. I have a feeling that you might see Texas just open up the checkbook and say, we're going after literally everybody. Don't you think because if they're, they're so gonna, tied to everybody. Don't you think if they're going to do that, they can't go for the higher end ones because they're going to want to go uh, more with... Um, I, I think they're sitting on a load of dough, dude. I think their owner has a well, lot of money. Why wouldn't they want to go? He's willing to spend. I could be wrong. Why wouldn't they, they want to go um, quali- quantity over quality? Well, I think that you might see them go like. I think they might just spend outrageously. I think you could see. I still feel Trevor. But they're not even close. There. They're not even close to being when, close. When the Padres did this, they weren't either, and they ended up not making. But do the they even have a good position player? Well, Kyler, Kyler Falefa, right? But then why would they go for a shortstop if he's their best well, one? Because I think that everybody that I've heard says they feel like his long term is either at second or he's third. A goal, he was a Gold Glove candidate. I, I'm just telling you what I've heard. I'm, I'm not in the Texas <laughs> clubhouse or the Texas arena. Just people that they I'm might, on but the they, MLB they might. But if I'm a player, why the hell would I go to Texas? I mean, the ball evidently flies there. Who cares? It's, it's beautiful. The ball flies a lot of it's places Texas that are better. Where it's than... cheap to live. I mean, Texas. You're going to get more out of your money. That team is so bad at every part of the baseball. <laughs> But we know that it doesn't take a... It, it does. It, in baseball, it does. If you get three or four guys, you can turn it around. Maybe one quick turnaround like that ever. That worked. That's a good question. Well, I mean, this year you had Atlanta go get four outfielders. They were in the NFCS last year. With Freddie Freeman and Ozzy. Yeah, Adams I don't know. I don't know, the, I, I don't know that I there can hasn't, say that. That'd be, that'd be like this... No. This, right. I don't even have I'm a just, comparison. They're so I'm, bad. I'm not saying they're going to go to the World Series next year. I'm saying I could see them spend a lot of money this year. Because but why? it sure seems that... Well, you've got to Draft start getting better. You've, you've sure got to start. I don't know where, I don't know where their farm do, system is. Do you is. think they have any chance of being good before Jack Leiter's up? I don't know. I don't no, know. I don't think so. I don't know. Okay, last one, and then let's move on. Um, last one is um, Kevin Gosman. He's going by San Francisco. Okay, I think that's a great fit. I, I mean, why would you there. not? Oh, I agree. Why well, money. Not? I mean, the answer is money. They'll give him money. Far as yeah. I he's not afraid of spending money. We know that. Yeah. And they just got Brandon Belt back, which is great. Yeah. I'm glad he accepted that offer. Only player in baseball. Can we do away with the qualifying offer? Yeah. It's I, so shitty. I know. It's either you take the $18 million, which obviously that's a lot of money, but for most of the players that are getting offered it, it's not. But Or you, you can do that, or you have a second-round pick t- attached to you where teams 
just get less one less pick because they sign a yeah. player. You're punishing teams for spending money. <laughs> Why? Yeah, isn't that what you want? Right. I do not understand the qualifying offer, and I think that's going to be gone in this new CBA. And I think that might be why a lot of guys aren't signing contracts. Which, by the way, the, the clock is ticking. You've got like two the, and a half weeks. The clock's at, it's past the yeah. six and it's heading towards 12. Right. Uh, all right, let's get to a little bit more, and then we're going to take a break here in just a second. Uh, first of all, big-time shout-out to Bryce Harper. We were, we, you and I, we will, pet, we will hurt our shoulders patting ourselves on the back. Started talking to Bryce Harper MVP in July, early July, right around the All-Star break. It was June, I think. Might have been June. Again, one of my, if maybe my favorite active player is Bryce Harper. And I've been on the Bryce Harper, and I've taken a lot of shit for it. Same. From people who love to call him names, which I've never understood. Because uh, today, just happened to be watching MLB uh, High Heat, which do not love necessarily love Chris Russo, but he does get great guests. And they had Joe Girardi on there. Also a legend. And just listening to Joe Girardi talk about Bryce Harper. Like, obviously he's not going to come on and bash him, I understand yeah. that. But just talking about his work ethic and the way the, the guys, which is what I've heard since he was 19 years old, the guys in the clubhouse just look up to him. You know, and everybody that he had the except for Jonathan Pavlovon, the biggest D bag maybe to ever play major. Nobody baseball. misses him, and in that baseball. includes Ty Cobb. So no, well, I've no, I've <laughs> never heard one guy come out and say Jonathan Pavlovon's a good. I've dude. never heard one good thing about right. Him. And then people wanted to jump on Bryce Harper for that. So I've been a fan of his since he like dropped out of high school after his sophomore year and said, "Screw the system." Went to the the Juco. Juco, won the Silver Spikes Award as a 17 year old in the hardest junior college division in baseball. Got drafted, was in the majors at 19, and second, shout out to him, second in NL MVP, very well deserved, mm-hmm. uh, led all of baseball in OPS, 13 stolen bases, which nobody talks about, double-digit outfield assists. Uh, nobody wants to talk about Bryce Harper anymore. It's like we've taken him for granted. He, he, he was called overrated for song, and he became underrated. And what a star-studded class that, that National League MVP was. I mean, you know about three of the best players, top ten players Correct. in baseball? Correct. With Juan Soto, Tatis, and him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You probably haven't seen it yet because it just happened, and I know you were watching Pat McAfee earlier. But he had a very emotional reaction I'm to winning it. it. Um, talked about getting hit in the face and how hard it was. Shout out Hennessy Cabrera. Coming back from that, honestly, because every time you see a lefty now, it's that, that arm angle coming towards your face. That's scary anyway. Oh, God. And now you remember 98 in the chin. Like and how and hard it was. It was very emotional. I didn't expect I'm because of the amount it. of success. It's on YouTube, maybe you can find check it. it out. You can yeah. find it on Twitter or whatever you want. Um, also, but shout out to Bryce Harper for the way he handled that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a class act. But um, I didn't expect with the amount of success he has had in the in the baseball in the baseball in Major League Baseball <laughs> in the baseball for him to have an emotional reaction to yeah. winning an award. But he really did, and it shows how much it means to him. And I think he got called overrated for so long and overpaid or whatever, that this almost is a validation to him that he's not that. And I know he probably knew that, but it probably helps for other people to validate that. Yeah. So I'm happy for him. Also, again, I'll say it one more time. As someone like yourself who played 13U travel ball, and we played some pretty good tournaments. We played some pretty good tournaments and some pretty good competition in the South. Imagine going into a tournament and across you, the dugout, is Joey Gallo, Chris Bryant, and Bryce Harper at 13. In the heat of Nevada. <laughs> In the Nevada heat. No thanks. And, and that was kind of chubby Bryce catching. He was that was chubby Bryce that yeah. was apparently using the drop 10 regulated bats. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they said, you can't use this anymore. You're too early on everything. Gave him a drop three at the age of 12. And he hit a home run the first bat. Yeah, like 340 feet. And then you got Joey Gallo, probably yeah. not striking out at the time, which is scary. And they said Chris Bryant was throwing like 80 miles per hour when he's like 13. Yeah, I mean, those three are insane. <laughs> Oh, I love those stories. Those are the best. Anyway, 
super, super happy for Bryce. Yeah. And super. Yeah. If I ever get a chance, I, I would love to like meet Bryce Harper at, at a signing, whatever it is. He is one of my all-time favorite players. I will continue to champion him. I've done it since he was 19, even though, I, like I said, took a lot of heat for it. Don't care. Those guys were wrong. And I hope they all feel dumb now. Gonna, I really hope. That's what I hope. I all wanna, those people who called him names when he was a 19-year-old, and these were old, grown-ass men, I hope they feel like idiots. They'll stick with it. Yeah, they but, will. You're right. Um, I, I want to dig up my That's a Clown Question Bro t-shirt that I had from... <laughs> 2013, probably. Yeah, like fifth grade. Yeah, and I want to, and I want to see that and get it signed by him. I don't know if I still have it. Probably not. Yeah. But yeah, I'm so happy for him. He's been my favorite player since he's been in the league. I'm ordering a Harper jersey. This so week. I have one. Yeah. A t-shirt, not a. Yeah. I have a jersey. Yeah. I need to get a jersey. I'm, I'm but. wearing one. Uh, shout out also to Otani. One of the greatest seasons in baseball we've ever seen. As far as somebody just baseball, you know, pitching and hitting. I will, obviously none of us were around when Babe Ruth was playing. But what show he did this year was great. It was unanimous. I mean, there, there was no doubt about it. I still love what poor Guerrero, unbelievable year. It's kind of like the year that Trout had, but Cabrera had the Triple Crown. I mean, um, Vlad's going to get more opportunities. Vlad's gonna, Vlad's He'll win, win one. A, he's going to win. And also, I wouldn't be saying poor anything because you're going to see that with that con- that oh, contract oh, yeah. that man gets in yeah. about four years. Which does make me question if anymore. they are bringing back, circling back, bringing back Marcus Simeon. But that's, that's I don't think Marcus Simeon is going to get going to get um, handcuffing type of money. Yeah. Um, Anyway, shout out to him. Cy Young Awards, really, like I said, we, we gave Robbie Ray. I still kind of feel like Zach Wheeler and uh, Max Scherzer got maybe host. But Carbon, Corbin Burns, and you brought this up, was probably the best pitcher all year long for the entire season. The most dominant pitcher um, I've seen in a long time. Yeah, so, Since I mean, I don't know how you can Sorry. argue it. I don't know how you can argue I, it. I mean, we obviously, as Cardinal fans, we see him a lot. Right. There's a sense when he's on of, don't give up a runner, you're losing this game. Yeah. I never felt that way when we faced Zach Wheeler, and I never felt that way when we faced Max Scherzer. But when you face Corbin Burns and he has his stuff working, you're not scoring. You're big, just not. Big shout-out also to Jonathan India. I mean, I love Dylan Carlson, but it was a Jonathan. We, well, we talked in June when we made our predictions. It was it was Taylor Rogers because Trevor Rogers. Trevor Rogers, sorry. Brother of Taylor Rogers. No. No, we're later. Taylor and Tyler and are from brothers. From now on, they were brothers. No, they're not. Yeah, Taylor and Tyler are brothers in the major leagues. Okay, Trevor either way. Trevor Rogers. Uh, because at the the time he was dominating, and then obviously injuries happened, and and he gets shut down, which I would have done as well. But Jonathan India well deserved. Yes, uh, led all rookies in almost every hitting category, and you know incredible I love him OBP out of University of Florida. Game. Love what he does for you that know, team. Oh, you want to know what's crazy? I was thinking about this. The first game Jonathan India led off all season was the one we were at where he had a home run, mm-hmm. and I said, "Why the fuck are we letting him <laughs> hit a home run off us?" <laughs> <laughs> and and then he took off. I yep. think he might have heard me. Yeah, I'm a really big fan of Jonathan. Indian. Also, uh, the it, what feels like a guy who's been in the league. Like who I saw somebody tweet the other night. It might have been Carabas. Like uh, shout out to Randy Rosarina for winning the Rookie of the Year after being in the majors for nine years. Yeah, like that is what it feels like. But I think that's awesome for Randy. Yeah, first player ever to play in two postseasons, three postseasons before winning Rookie of the Year. What the hell? <laughs> I know it's 150 at bats in one season you yeah. need, but you gotta spread it out a little I know, bit. There's, I know, but it's incredible for him. And I'm well a big deserved. fan. I mean, he had a tough off season with the stuff that went yeah. on, and I'm glad he came out. I'm gonna be honest, not that great of a season from Randy Rosarina. Oh, I mean, he had what, very, you know, very, 115, 117 OPS. Very, very. very what he does, pedestrian. he does a lot in the outfield, but he also steals a lot of bases. How much? But he also goes through some bad streaks. How? He had a really good season, and he deserved the award. He's also, what, 23, 24? He was up for a gold glove. Oh, yeah, he's young. Yeah. 26, actually. Oh, wow. Almost so 27. Wow, so he is older than I than I thought. OPS plus at 131, that's huge. So that's really good in that ballpark. Also, it was even higher than what I thought. Yeah. But, um, and he had a good season. I'm not saying it was bad. Four wars, really good. Uh, it just wasn't... 
I don't know. It's not. It's not what you would expect from a guy Here's, that had that postseason track record that he had. Also, a great postseason again this year. And it kind of. I mean, twenty twenty is really good, obviously. But I mean, four fifty nine slugging, eight fifteen OPS. I don't know if he has plus favorites him because he plays in Tampa. But I, it's not really eye-popping, Gold Glove nominee. Here's the thing. I don't if, know. If Adolis Garcia has two, a third of this, the what second he half he had versus the first half, yeah. right? So if he has a third of the first half he had versus yes. the second half, he wins it running away. Because he was unbelievable in the first yeah, half. Yeah, 101 OPS plus for him, he doesn't deserve that award. No, he had terrible second half. Um, and part of the, and there, that's yeah, another his guy. His OBP he, was under three. That's under another three. guy you have in Texas also who I think – We'll see. We'll see what he does next so. year. I don't think so. But all right, uh, guys, we're going to take a break. Uh, thank you very much. Please hang on to the other side. We're going to go pay a couple bills, uh, maybe go pee, get something to drink, and then come back on the other side. Uh, we've got some NFL, some NCAA football, and some NBA talk, but it's always fun to talk hot stove to lead off everything. We'll be back in just a second. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Welcome back, everybody, to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Once again, we thank you guys for hanging on and coming back. Uh, I will like I would like to go ahead and start the second uh, section here, or second whatever we half. want to call the second half. There we go. With with a formal apology to Shohei Otani uh, during the break, which we did stop a little bit, probably too early, but I really did have to pee because Caleb informed me we probably did not give enough credit as we talked about Bryce Harper for quite a bit. Uh, to Shoei Otani. So, Caleb, I'm going to give you the platform on Shoei uh, to lead us into the NFL. First off, Shohei. Shohei. Not Shoei. I like Shoei. You sound like an old man. I like Shoei. That doesn't know anything. My, da- my dad did pronounce John Mabry, who was his favorite player for a long time in the 90s, John Mayberry for a long, long time. Yeah. So, shout out, Dad. And shout out, John Mabry. Mayberry. All right, let's run through a couple of Shohei Otani's stats this year. 9.1 war. I've never seen that in my life. Maybe maybe Mike Trout's gone up there. I don't know if he's got a nine, one fifty eight OPS plus, <laughs> nine sixty five just regular OPS, five ninety two slugging and a three seventy two OBP. I mean that's almost worthy. Forty six homers and hundred RBIs also by the way. Any pitches? Okay, I don't know what this dude is on in life and what who he sold his soul to to be this good at baseball, but this is the greatest baseball season anyone has ever had. Stop comparing him to Babe Ruth. He is, he's better than Babe Ruth. Uh, Babe Ruth is in, in a Babe, single season. I did not say that. In a like single season. In a single season. Like everyone Babe Ruth know, never, I did not say Babe that. Ruth never had a season even close to this season. Not close. When he was pitching, he never hit home runs like this. He never did anything close to this while pitching. This season, I, I mean, the guy's incredible. Not to mention, he's not facing... Janders by day, baseball players by night, like Babe Ruth was. See, I knew it was coming. Shohei Otani had the greatest baseball season of all time. And not to mention, he's doing it in a foreign country. That should be added on. He, with the language barrier. What was... I've never seen a a player... Ichiro was great, and he won an MVP his first year. And the only rookie to ever do that. But I've never seen a Japanese player take the league by storm like he did. What was uh, Otani's war? 9.1. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, Babe Ruth had a 14.2. In That's the, fine. Nope, don't come at me. Don't come at okay, me about who ahead. he was playing against. Then, then the next year... Where is Windsor Buff replacement? Oh, no. He was playing against Bums. I don't, no, he wasn't. A lot of Hall of Famers in the league from that, that era. They're Hall of Famers, but they want to be at the lot, end of the day. Lot, 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 lot. Uh, 12.9, 12.6. In fact, Babe Ruth has like five of the six 
five of the top nine wars of all time. Okay, that's fine. All I'm... over 11 and a half. Okay, that's fine. So how can you tell me that a what season I... that's nine something on a team that's, that, I mean, not very good. Okay, what, he played four different teams? Anyway. No, he played what I was What I said was, did Babe Ruth ever have that war while pitching and hitting? Yes, 1921 and uh, where he had a 12.9. What were his stats? Well, that's 19 what? 21. Wasn't he still pitching in 21? No. He wasn't. He wasn't pitching then. Well, we're going to find out. We'll find out faster because... Well, I'm trying, but he was pitching in 1921. Well, but where's pitching stats? He So stop. <laughs> he was never... He never had a season anywhere close to this season from both sides. So stop comparing to Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth was not even close to the level of talent that Shohei Otani has. And if you want to argue that, look at the triples. But he might, Shohei Otani might have had more triples in his this season. Okay, he didn't. He had more triples than Babe Ruth ever had this season in a season. Like, so. the guy was incredible, and Babe Ruth had never never did both. Stop comparing them. He did both for a while. At, the, at, this, at this rate? No, he didn't. So then explain a 14.2 war when just hitting, not pitching. Because what's show, what Shohei's... Uh, war if he's just game. hitting. I don't know. I'm not well, saying. here, I'll tell you. The last half, the last 54 games, he had 216 with eight home runs. That's it. Okay, what are you arguing here, Dad? So my I said the is, greatest all around. I Babe Ruth was also pitching. Yeah, he wouldn't have he been had a 20 okay, war. Okay, he was. And guess how he hit? Not great. He hit four home runs, three home runs, two home and runs, 11 home runs. Yeah, the stadiums were like 490 feet to center field. Okay, and he was pitching this guy throwing 47 miles yeah, per hour. Yeah, that's not true. Walter Johnson threw over 100 miles per hour, they say. Did they ever face each other? Walter I Johnson was before so. him. No, okay, that's not... Babe Ruth never did anything close to what Otani did this year. Yeah. Not close. 56, I mean, 46 home runs, Dad. 46 home runs while having a, a mid-three ERA while striking out 150 batters, while leading the league in triples, while slugging almost 600, while having an OPS plus 65% better than that league average hitter. He's not in the... While stealing... How many bases did he steal? Hold on. Yeah, he did. 26! <laughs> Babe Ruth is not even close to the talent level that is Shohei Otani. Not even in the same universe. Not close. And no one who has ever played the game of baseball is close to what this man did this year. Not one. Only two guys in the top ten of war of all time... Uh, from the pre- from the post World War II era, can you name them? One is fourth, and one is tenth. Barry no, Bonds. Sorry, sorry. One is one of them is on there twice. There you go, Barry Bonds. Barry was, Bonds and yep. from the post. What, what, post when was World the post War? II. War? Well, what, oh, okay, Mickey Mantle. Forty-five. Nope. Uh, King Griffey. Nope. Abbott You got one more. Nope. Okay. You're not gonna get it. Wait, hold on. It's, what? Can you give me the decade? He won a triple crown. Did, oh, Mickey. Nope. Carly Stripsky. 1967 with a 12.4 war. Yep. Hey, how about Roger Hornsby? Fifth of fifth highest war of all time. All right, so fifth fifth highest of all time there. So that's good to know. Yeah, Roger I'm just saying. I mean, show it. You can't compare any of Babe Ruth's season to this. You can't. All of those stats combined. I mean, you look at maybe yeah, Babe Ruth was he? Did he have more home runs in seasons? Yes. Did he have higher batting average? Yes. Did he have more stolen bases? Nope. Triples? Nope. OPS plus? I mean, close. But, I mean, the dude did all of it while pitching at an elite level. Okay, do you feel better now about the time we just gave Otani? Yes, and he deserved okay. every second of it. And yeah. I yeah, saw, I I saw he... he was asked what he's doing to celebrate. He said he's going to bed early because he has to work out. So if you want to know why Shohei Otani is Shohei Otani, that's why. Well, good for him. Good for him. Okay. Um, let's go through a few more things here. Uh, let's move on from baseball. 
And let's talk about the Wild Wild West, which is now known as the NFL. Um, I think you had that backwards. The NFL, which is now known as the Wild Wild West. There you go. No. Yes. Either way. <laughs> I, I would love to sit here and say, hey, Caleb, can you give me um, your Super Bowl prediction? But why the fuck would we ever do that? Because nobody, I don't even know who's good. Here's the thing. I think the you and I come on and we talk, we talk about the Bengals. Hey, Bengals are good. Hey, shout out Bengals. Maybe this team's a wagon. Let's go. Uh, they lose to the Jets and then get absolutely throttled the next week as well. Uh, we think the Ravens are good. The Ravens lose to Miami. Nobody knows if the Chiefs are good. Who's good? Tell me who's good. Who's great? Who? I, I don't... No teams are great. You can't pick the Super Bowl right now. There's no way, right? No. The Rams are really good. Are they? Yes. They just got absolutely shit-rocked by the 49ers I, I on, on Monday night they're, and they're, looked like absolute I still, I still ass think, and they just lost their number two receiver I for the year. I still think the Rams are really good. I, really, I do. Maybe. But I don't know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. And I don't know... Honestly, it's been kind of a boring football season. Disagree. I love it. I love. I love the chaos. I mean, that's fun. Chaos reigns. It's, it's just. It's almost like nobody in the league is really doing anything exciting. <laughs> there's not one player that I'm like, wow. There's not. There's not a season that Tom Brady's been incredible, and he what he's doing, I almost don't think is talked about enough because they also just at, lost. because at his age, the season he's putting together, probably the front runner from the MVP right now, or maybe a top three at the very least. Is remarkable. He's top five for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and that Josh probably, Allen right now is your favorite in the clubhouse to win MVP. Probably, but he's they've blown some games. Yeah, but I don't, he went, they've had two bad games. Stephon Diggs finally returned right to being Stephon Diggs. Yeah, I asked um, Matt before the season if he thought Stephon Diggs was actually that, if that was Stephon Diggs, or if he just broke out for one season. And he hasn't been that. Well, to be fair, he is getting the Calvin Johnson treatment quite a bit, which is why Cole Beasley gets 17 Yeah, but that didn't affect Calvin Johnson. He's well, Calvin Johnson was 6'6", or 6'5", or whatever. Well, he's the most talented. Yeah, just but Diggs is game. getting doubled, it seems like, every play. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, they might need to get Josh a, Allen for using yeah. uh, Dawson Knox. I think Odell Beckham would have been Dawson a really Knox, big right? pickup for them because they were yeah. taking some of the pressure off. Yeah, I don't think so. Hey, okay, let's talk about is it. Is the Odell Kursk right? No, because he only got two targets. So he, he had, no, he had two. He had more he, than that. He had two he had catches. Two catches and like four targets. Yeah, no, there was a lot of. I mean, a lot of Matt Stafford didn't play well at all. No, a lot of balls were tipped up. They were picked off though. We had four interceptions, I believe. Four. Um, One we had fantasy. They, game, just by didn't, the way. they just didn't play very well. Yeah, Von Miller got picked up by George Kittle and thrown right on his ass. That was yeah. pretty awesome to watch. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to make of San Francisco. Let's just let's just talk about the AFC a little bit um, and start there. Buffalo uh, obviously ahead in the in the AFC six and three. The Patriots playing really well. Mac Jones looks like the steal of the draft yeah. right now. Absolutely. And, and I think I tweeted out, we were sitting on the deck watching the draft, I remember. And I just remember when there was, to me, in my mind, not, a, not an NFL guru savant. But it just felt like when they picked him, no, there was no better Bill Belichick, New England Patriot guy ever than... Mac Jones because he's boring and not incredibly talented. What he did? No, he is incredibly. talented. I don't talented. agree. I think I think Mac Jones was not a steal of the draft because I don't think he has the upside that the other guys. I, have. I he's you're wrong. You're just wrong. I don't he's think he's won so. everywhere he's been. And and here's he the played, thing: what every he played guy, two years at Alabama. They, he started for two years. They did. They, they won. He started for one year. Still, he's won everywhere he's been. And the thing is, he played. It was at Alabama. Of course, he won. Doesn't it's more <laughs> impressive not to win than to win. <laughs> the thing is, here's what I'm saying: he doesn't make mistakes. Like, he doesn't make mistakes. And it, it, you would have been saying this about Tom Brady after his first year, second year also. Here's, he, he doesn't have to be Justin Fields athletic. I love Justin Fields, don't get me wrong. But all he does is not make mistakes. He doesn't throw the ball into double coverage. He checks down to his, his running backs. He hits his tight ends. Guys, who does that sound like? 
Uh, there's a guy wearing TB12 in Tampa Bay right now He's who me. did the exact same thing. Literally. That's because he knows if he makes any mistakes, Bill Belichick can But I'm watching these other quarterbacks throw balls to the other team every time they throw it. There is, well, it is worth noting when you have as much talent as a Justin Fields or a Trevor Lawrence, um, you will take, you'll take more chances. You will, because because you know that you can make those plays. He can't make the plays they can make. So Did you watch him to. throw the ball at Alabama to those? Like, he could throw the ball. Yeah, he had Devontae Smith and, and Jalen Waddle. He So what? I mean, yeah, great. He can throw the he can throw the. Football. He's not a bad football player, and I think he. I think he's uh, going to end up being a great quarterback for New England for a long. time. I don't think time. he'll ever be a top ten quarterback in the league. I mean, well, probably because he's not in the. What I'm saying is, system. I don't think he has that upside. Uh, I think the other guys uh, do. You okay? Well, they just, I think Trevor Hold Lawrence and Justin Fields have that you upside. Think, have you watched Trevor Lawrence I'm not play? Say, I'm not saying they're going to reach there. He he has a college coach trying to coach him in the NFL, and I don't think they're going. I'm not saying they're going to reach it, but I do think both of those guys have that skill set and ability if they were to maximize what they have. I don't think Mac Jones is the same. I, I'm I'm going to disagree. So we'll see where this lays in about five years. And I hope and I hope all three of them do well. I don't want any of them to do well. Uh, Dolphins, Durant said they're done. The Ravens six and three. How do you lose to the? I don't know how that happens. Then that North is crazy, man. You got the Bengals at five and four. The Browns at five and five. After they just got absolutely destroyed this weekend, um, I, I don't know. The Steelers I, at five and three, five three and one. Oh, first of all, the Steelers tied Detroit. <laughs> that was the worst game ever. I watched that overtime. That was hilarious. First off, why the fuck are there ties in it? Yeah, Najee Harris didn't know. Why are there ties? Najee Harris said, "Wait, I did not know we were tying." I was getting ready to go back out for the second overtime. Why? why? Why is there a tie in a professional sport? Yeah, it's that's terrible. I Why? agree. Why? I agree. Just play another down. Yeah. I mean, another do a I, field goal competition, something. That's what McAfee wants to do. That's what Hunting he started with the 35 and move him back. Something. But something, right. Well, or go to the 25-yard line. Do a one-handed Odell catch no, competition. don't do that. Do go, anything go but the letting there be. Go to in like college used to like, do. Obviously, the uh, hockey has three categories, right. but one is a loss. Yeah. So do something. Right, I agree. Should never happen. Uh, Indianapolis is on fire. But so is Tennessee. That might be that might be your team, and they're doing it without Derrick Henry. Yep. But I don't know. Like they could go out and lose four of their next five. I, that wouldn't surprise they me. They won't do that. I, pff, you're maybe. killing. You're killing Godar's. Yeah, I'm not. Godar's no, hey, no, no, right no, no, no offense, Mike. But I'm, all I'm saying is, in the NFL, you don't know. We no. do not know. The team that's disappointing to me in the AFC right now is the Chargers. I thought they were going to be good. They're not. They are five and four somehow, but they don't look good. Justin either. Herbert. It's because they got off to that hot start. Justin Herbert is not an elite quarterback. I see. I did. I think he should be. And well, you sat here and said he was. I thought he was. He's not. Right. He could be. We don't. He's know. not. He's. You do I have a new know. coach. You have a new system. I don't know. A lot I of teams know. have new coaches. I, he's not playing well at all. He's really not playing well. Raiders are sitting there at five and four. I mean, it. it the like I said, it, it's going to be an, that AFC is loaded. But you get to the NFC and it's just as is loaded. it loaded or just like no? I think it's me, good. I think Arizona is very good. Uh, oh, the, yeah, I think Arizona, obviously. I think they're the best team in football. Eight and two right now. They're the best uh, team in football right now. They're, well, Tennessee. The most consistently of, right. good fo- football team. But again, Arizona gets blasted. Well, they didn't have Kyler Murray. I know, I, mean, I get it. But um, the, the Rams are at seven and three. Like, Wasn't Hopkins out as well? Yeah, they didn't yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. They I had James Conner. And I don't see, James Conner played, right. But I don't He's see, been great, by the way. I don't see any way that you play Hopkins or Kyler Murray this weekend. They've got to buy next weekend. Who are they weekend. playing? They play Seattle. And I you know have to win that game. They're three and six. Seattle's three and six. You don't. I, if you go to eight and three, you're still in first place. I understand, but they have so many good football teams Here's the, in, their, in their division. I understand. That they need to get as many wins as they can. I understand, but if you go out there. Hopkins, and, and I'd play. Kyler, Kyler and probably Hop- not. I wouldn't play either of them. It depends Hopkins, on if they're ready. If Hopkins they're ready has a play. hamstring. They barely practice. I, I, t- 
to me, it just seems like you sit them out. If oh. they're ready, you play them. If they're not, then Here's the if thing. it's questionable, you don't. But if you're 100% sure that they're fine to go, then go. The Packers might be the best team in the NFL. They're 8-2. They beat the Chiefs. They, I, I mean, don't trust their defense. I, they, their defense is playing as well as any defense I understand. in the, I just in don't the trust NFL them. right now. I don't so trust we'll it. see. Now, I don't trust their receiving core. The guy not to trust right now is Mason Crosby because he cannot make a field goal. I know. I have a mighty fallen. Really wild. I think he got the case of the yips, maybe. He might. He might. Cowboys, that, Cowboys I, are 7-2. Remember I was talking to you when I was watching that Cincinnati game where they were just shanking everything? He hadn't missed one in a while. I think that killed his confidence. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Hey, our Saints, they're 5-4. and four. They're bad. Right now they'd be in the playoffs if the season ended today. However, they could, I, again, I hate to play this, they could be 8-1. and one. Can we The start only with, game they did not play well in, or that they should have lost, was Carolina. If it were, if, why why can our well. wide receivers not catch a fucking football? Because they're bad. Taysom Hill needs to start the next game at quarterback. Okay, I understand the calling for that. Trevor Simeon has played very well. I understand, and I'm not and saying it's this his, is not Trevor Simeon's I didn't say fault. it was his fault, but if our receivers can't catch the ball, get a guy that can run. Also, defense, stop somebody. You lost to Atlanta. Yeah. You, how do you how do you give up twenty eight points to uh, Atlanta? But I'm just saying, if you're gonna have a guy that uh, receivers that can't catch the ball, I'm not saying it's Simeon's fault, but at least you get Taysom Hill who can scramble and get you yards. The, you have to have weapons, and they don't. Trevor Simeon's not a weapon at all. He throws the ball very well. It doesn't matter if we can't catch it. Well, so they're gonna catch Taysom Hill's just, balls now? No, read option. Get him some. Get running. Get something going. You pay Taysom Hill a lot of money. How often does the read option work in the NFL? You paid him money. It doesn't. You paid him money to play him. Play him. Here's the thing. Obviously, you were without tomorrow last weekend, but what really killed you was our. We missed Will Lutz something fierce. Two extra points. Cody you Parkey. can't miss two extra points. Was it Cody Parkey? No, it was the Johnson guy, right? In his name, Brian Johnson. You know, something that like Cody Parkey. How, how do you miss two two extra points? They they should have. They win that game if he can make extra extra points. They're like free throws. They're called make them, yeah. make them. You miss. They're two, way easier than. Free and then throws. you have a terrible. First of all, Adam Trotman's got to go. Again, another terrible penalty that cost him a game uh, on on what they were going for two to win it or to tie it. He has a terrible penalty cost, and they have to go for the onside kick. They don't get it back. Like they're just kill- they could easily be eight and one, and they're five and four. And I just think this is what who they are. They're not going to make the playoffs. No, I'm kind of over them. I'm also I'm a huge Saints fan. I'm not saying I'm over the organization. I'm over the thinking this team's good. I do believe Michael Thomas is never playing for the Saints again, and maybe not. And I hope- and I think Sean Payton's at the point now where. Dude, I'm done with you. And here's the point. I'm him. done with him. Get his ass out. Like, I, I'm t- I'm I like tired. Michael. I, like I did. The man hasn't played for two and a half years. He came back for one game just because he wanted to be part of Drew Brees' and history passes. and drop passes. And then now, now he doesn't get surgery when he's told to get surgery. Then he gets surgery. Then he thinks he's good, but he can't do the right rehab. He's not showing up at the, to the team facilities to get the rehab. Now he's out for the year. Get his ass out of here. If he wants to go be great somewhere else, go be Where's great somewhere Where's he going to go, Dad? I don't care. He's I want paid, him out of New Orleans. He's getting paid a lot of money. They need receivers. They're not going to let him go. How can you keep paying him to not play? He hasn't played in two years. Someone's got to pay him. Like, who are they going to take it on? I who? mean, you can cut him. That's what the. Uh, I mean, we just saw Odell get cut. You can cut him. They're not going to cut him. You got it. They're not going to cut him. I hope they do. Get his ass out. We're going to get Odell Beckham and have the two most diva <laughs> wide who receivers aren't right. of all time. Right. Well, here is rumors. If you do pay a lot of attention to Saints message boards, which I probably spend too much time on. It does seem like the feeling within everyone who are not connected but well tuned into the Saints organization believes that Russell Wilson is going to be the quarterback next year for the New Orleans Saints. I would love that, and that's what I'm saying. If that happens next year, then I think they're going to be really good. But I'm really over trying to think this team is going to make a run. I know. Because I just don't think they're talented enough. They They destroy Tampa Bay, they destroy Green Bay, and they get your hopes up, and then they lose to the Giants. 
They lose to the Falcons. I don't. I, it's I still, never it's really got my happen. hopes up because I, I did. Even if they make the playoffs, the difference between them and the top tier teams is so drastic that they don't have a chance to win the Super Bowl. I, I get it, but we've seen it happen where a team gets hot. Not in really. The playoffs. I mean, you, you you can. The Super Bowl is so hard to win. I mean, win. last year it was Tampa Bay. Yeah, they should have lost. Yeah, to but you see, the, they should have lost to New Orleans. I understand, but you see the talent on that roster, and it doesn't surprise you. Right, I understand that. I'm just saying, New Orleans. If it's not for a Jared Cook fumble. New Orleans is in Super Bowl New Orleans third wide receiver. If it's, not, if it's not for a terrible call in Washington, Washington yeah. beats Tampa Bay. New Orleans third wide receiver is Antonio Brown, which is better than anyone we have on our team. Who? You New, said New Orleans. Oh, sorry. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Right. better than any receiver we have. Oh, so yeah, they have Trey three Brown options better, terrible. plus Rob Gronkowski, plus Cameron Bright, plus Leonard Fournette, plus Ronald Oh, Rodgers. I'm not arguing. No, That's what I'm saying. I am not that arguing. That team doesn't that. surprise you. This team will shock everybody at the What moment. surprised me in the loss to the Falcons was the defense giving up that many points. But part of it was your offense couldn't stay on the field because your fucking wide receivers couldn't catch the well, when you have Well, when you have third and outs and you have, and you have interceptions or whatever the deal is, um, that defense is just going to get tired. Yeah, and, right. I, and they got tired. I mean, can't blame them. They've been carrying the load all year. I'm not going to blame them for anything. Right. I, I yeah, I get it. But you've got to you've got to beat Atlanta. By the way, Demario Davis, what a great leader he is. Yeah, I absolutely love that man. Yeah, I, I, mean, I agree. Leaves. I agree. Um, so yeah, stay. Hey, I, I have nothing to. I, I have no predictions for the NFL. Uh, I have enjoyed the season. I just don't know what to make of it. To, unfortunately, a lot of bad injuries so far. Hopefully, guys can stay healthy and get. And those who are hurt can get back healthy because the league needs them up and going. Uh, we don't need to spend a lot of time here on NCAA football, but there are a few things I need to talk about. And, and I've addressed this, and people have yelled at me. Cincinnati's 10-0, and and they're not even in the playoff. This is what's wrong with college football. I understand strength of schedule. I do. Who, who that is good is going to go play Cincinnati? Well, I'll tell you one team, Notre Dame. Guess who beat, the, beat, beat Notre Dame? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And here's the thing. Here's what pisses me off. If Notre Dame beats Cincinnati, they're in the top four. Because they're Notre Dame. Yep. They don't play anybody else. They play nobody. Cincinnati beats them. They're 10-0. What more do you want them to do? No one is going to go play Luke Fickle's team. No one. So what is it you want to... Like, again, I've said it before, and I understand that it's run by a different group than the NCAA. This is the only sport, the only sport, that you can tell a team if you go undefeated, you have zero chance to even compete for a, a title. You don't even get a shot. You're, we're not going to give you a chance. No. Nope. I make it make sense. They have it sucks that they have to rely on other teams being so bad that they can't ignore it to the fact that they have to get in. And I, they need to move it to eight teams. I think anyway. Well, uh, twelve is the rumor in two years. Twelve would be nice. Or if it, but at the very year, least, at the very least, Maybe eight teams. Year. But they, even if they did move to eight teams, they shouldn't be in the bottom four. So I don't understand what's going on. I hate. This is why you love college football. I don't. I love the sport. because I, I hate, love to watch it, but I hate the that. fact that I if I want to go watch an Ole Miss first. Cincinnati game. If that were ever a thing, neither of the two teams is going to do anything. They're going to go to a bowl we'll game. if they went undefeated. One. Okay, but they didn't. So, 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 so after they have one loss, it's over. Right. So you, then well, you, no, not if you're Alabama, Oregon, or Ohio State, evidently. Yeah. Because you're two, three, four. But that's what I'm saying. So if I were to watch that game, oh, great. So what, they're going to go to the Peach Bowl or something and win and then have a bowl trophy, but they're not going to actually Which go for anything. Which is why 12 would be great because then, yes, you could, get, you could maybe get in with two losses. Here's what also drives me crazy. All right? Again, okay. not a great – not not – you're elite five, now you're power five. UTSA is ten and zero. Also, they're ranked twenty second. They're they're not a top four team in the. In the I didn't say that though. they were. That's not my point. However, how do you not? How do you know? They did beat Illinois. 
they they are fun to watch. If you haven't watched them, they score a lot of points. Yeah. They're undefeated. All they have done is what you've asked them to do. You have told the 58 guys or what 75 guys on that team, go out every week, work your ass off, and win games. Why do they have two championships then? Right. That's what I would do. they do that they, or have expanded playoffs? Do you have to do one yes. of the two? Yep. And you need here what my, my thing is give every conference champion automatic bid, and then you take the next best four teams. Yeah. What, or whatever that is, whatever that number is. Right, whatever that number is. But something has to happen because that's what makes the college basketball and college baseball and college softball tournaments so great is that Loyola Chicago can't end up in the Final Four. Yeah. They, uh, Who was the team last year that went on that like incredible run, the 16 seed that won? Or were they well, the only 16 seed that, seed that I know that's ever won was the one that beat Virginia. And it was the 15 seed that beat Ohio State? Oh, yeah, it, they did. Seed? It was a 16 seed. No, it was a 15 and I don't remember who it was, but yes, yes. I don't remember who it but was. But it's what makes... I mean, right. we've seen Valpo get to the Final Four. We watched Butler get to the final game. We've watched Gonzaga grow from a team that was... Nobody knew who where Gonzaga even was. I think right number one every And day. now they're... Right. And By the way, Drew Timmy just scored like 45 yeah, he's points. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. And Kispert's playing pretty well in the yeah. NBA. Um, he's how, a really good player. He, I mean, he plays off the bench, but still, you know. They don't suck off the NBA. Yes. But here's the thing. It just... You, you can't make it make sense to me. Because no one is going to play. I mean, I shout out to Illinois for playing UTSA, right? Yeah. And when, when they signed up for that contract, nobody knew maybe they were going to be good. Well, also, but no, when you're when you're Illinois, it's like who else are you going to pay? I mean, they're but, so it's, bad. but it's a Big Ten. They're team. worse than UTSA. You, you got a Big Ten team? Yeah. Well, yeah, UTSA's undefeated. But what I'm saying is Cincinnati. No one's going to go play them. They've been good for a few years now. No, so you're not going to get Ohio State's not going to play Cincinnati. They have too much to lose. So what do you want them to do? Also, one more thing. This is all I need to say. How in the fuck is Michigan ahead of Michigan State when Michigan State beat them? That makes no sense. They have the same record. Same record and Michigan State beat what? Michigan. That makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, who are the? Is this a computer that makes this? Are there humans sitting in a room? I want to know. You know how they do the top tens in MLB with the shredder? That might be what it is. I, I don't even think it's that advanced. No. I don't know what it is, but it's a bunch of old whites that fuck everything up. That, it has to be. That's the only thing that makes sense. So let's get some... That's the only thing that makes sense. Let's get like coaches. De- let's get like Deion Sanders right. and let's well, get those guys be, aside. He's gonna be he's gonna get a big time job here soon, I think. But I think he really likes what he's doing. Yeah, but he beat yeah Jacksonville State. What they beat Florida. By the way, imagine State. going to Jacksonville State. Yeah, and playing for, for Deion, Deion Sanders. Sanders. I think he's gonna. That get is big, so awesome. I think he's gonna get a bigger. I love. Game. I need a Deion Sanders jersey. Honestly, I love that man. But I just that that I love Saturdays. I love college game day at ten. I love the festi- I love the signs that they have at College Game Day. I love the festivities around it. But we got to clean this up. And I've said it for years, and everybody wants to come at me. Well, they don't play anybody. They did that to me with UCF. Well, let them play. Let them play a uh, SEC they schedule. Them. Then they beat the fuck out of Auburn. Yeah. What do you want them to do? I heard for years I was on the Boise State bandwagon really early. They beat Oklahoma. The Blue Turf. Well, uh, Utah with Urban Meyer goes and beats Florida. Well, no, whoever they beat. I don't remember who it was. It may not have been Florida. But give them give them a chance. Give them a too. chance. If they get beat, if they get beat by Georgia, forty-seven to nothing. They get beat and by Georgia, forty-seven sport, to nothing. It would make the sport better. My favorite thing as a sports fan is playoffs and the month or so leading up to playoffs because everything feels like there's something at stake. Every game matters. When yep. you watch college football, nothing's at stake. If, what if, are they gonna get? They're gonna get to either the Peach Bowl or the Chick Fil A Bowl. Right. Who gives a shit? Well, here's the thing. Here's what I do believe can happen for Cincinnati. What I do believe can happen is I think Georgia's going to beat Alabama in the SEC championship. Georgia's the best team in football. And that's going to knock Alabama out of the playoffs, and that allows Cincinnati to get into that. that that's that's what has to happen. Once Cincinnati can't have some... Whoa. 
Cincinnati can't have some weird loss as Caleb is dying from his drink. Uh, they can't have some weird loss pop up at him. Yeah. They've, they've been close a couple. In fact, they should have outside of the fumble, and they got it back and yeah. somehow won that game. But they have to force their hand. They have to win, and Georgia. I, I think Georgia's going to beat Alabama. I really, truly believe that Georgia can beat Alabama. You know, Alabama's like Satan, though. They're not going to lose. <laughs> though they've already lost They'll once. They'll find their way in. But I, I, I cannot, for the life of me, understand the Michigan-Michigan State thing. No. I just, I it don't understand no it. It makes no sense. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming Michigan has a, Michigan State has a worse loss than Michigan does. Didn't they lose to Penn State? Which, Which Penn State is You know what it is? It's because, Mich- it's because Michigan is a higher-ranked team than Michigan State. So losing to Michigan... Wait, Michigan State's a higher-ranked team than Penn State, so that being the one loss that each team has, that's how it works out to where Michigan's higher because their one loss is better. I apologize. They lost to Purdue. That's why. And it doesn't make any sense when you look at the fact that Michigan State beat them. Here's the thing. It's not going to matter. that's why. Because Ohio State's going to freaking run all over Michigan when they play them. Maybe. Oh, they are. Ohio State looks really good right now. Uh, shout out to Deep Hagel because he's going to be really happy. They look really good. Why is Ohio State? They're not the same team that lost to Oregon in week Don't one. Don't you think Ohio State's like a weird school to have been like a football dynasty? No, because that, that, that corridor up there of Ohio and, and yeah. South or Pennsylvania is football heaven. Yeah. Like that is college. It's like Friday Night Lights in, in Texas. It's the same thing. Do they thing. get a lot of kids from Cleveland? I assume Cleve. I assume Cleveland, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I assume Pennsylvania. I assume Akron. Also, I assume Toledo. I assume all over. Yeah, in this also, state. I've been on this train since I think we started the podcast. Cincinnati has the coolest uniforms in college football. I They're love really the all sweet. black and the, and the really Paul print on their helmet. I love yep. it. The only one of the coolest things that I would like to do. I want to go to a game at uh, Happy Valley uh, for Penn State to just see the whiteout on a Saturday night. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. When every when you have seventy five thousand people wearing white. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah, I, I always awesome. love white. I love white and, and blackout. Those and, are my favorite things. And another shout out to D. He and I have had this discussion quite often. White helmets are absolutely the best in football. Penn State has. If, Penn if you have white helmets, they're the best in football. Penn State's uniforms are so clean. Yeah, they're awesome. They're just so good. Okay, so that's all I've got for college football. Uh, tune in this weekend. Hopefully, some great games. Uh, I will have a lot of money on a lot of them. But let's just hope that we win. But let's just hope that Cincinnati keeps it running. They need. They deserve it. Yeah, they, I was on it with UCF, and everybody gave me shit. And then they beat Auburn. I, Cincinnati's a little bit of a higher profile team than UCF. Yeah, because nobody knew that. I mean, they knew that they were going to be. That was uh, oh, their head coach was really good too, and he's now somewhere else. Also, yeah. I should know that right off the top of my head. But, but Cincinnati's, I, I think, a higher profile team than was UCF. It Heifel, maybe Either Cincinnati's way. been pretty good for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Like they're um, always solid, and I don't understand. I am intrigued to see who gets the LSU job. I'm pretty intrigued to see what happens there. Um, a lot going on. Not not a lot of great great games. It doesn't look like. Uh, this Why week. is the oh, well? Pe- no, the big one. The big one you've got is Alabama, Arkansas, and then you've got Ohio State, Michigan State. So, like, never mind. Ohio State's gonna be Michigan and Michigan State. Maybe. I. That's, I mean, that's, well, a, t- I mean, that's a tough couple of games. Yeah, that's gonna be. But, that's gonna. That, hey, that's an early game. That's gonna be a fun one. Why is the Pac-12 so bad at football? They're not. They just. They're no. They're never. They never have representation in the final four. Well, Oregon is. Oregon's in the final four. They're not gonna be. They're in the top four right now. Why? Who's who's gonna beat them? When were we on here and you told me that Oregon's going to be bad because their coach can't do something? That was not me. That might have been Godar or Stewart or D. That was not me. Because they beat Ohio State. And I was like, that team has a ton of athletes. Yeah. Um, so but, Okay, so Oregon. But normally they don't get representation in the in the big yeah. playoff games. Ever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Do what you the, think Arizona or Arizona State? One of the two would be good. Well, what has happened a lot from what I've read or what I've heard is a lot of the stud quarterbacks from California are in the SEC. They're not staying to play in the Pac-12. They're going, like, I think somebody said, well, Corral from Ole Miss is from 
California. But I think there's four or five starting quarterbacks in the SEC that are from Cali. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So that's probably a lot of it right there. I mean, when you're getting your elite five-star And then you got the guys from the South also going to SEC. Yeah, so I think that's part of it. Um, Who wouldn't want to go play football in UCLA? I mean, if you, How okay, awesome. here's the thing. Would you rather go to Ole Miss to play football or UCLA? UCLA. Not a chance. Why? Just from a standpoint of why would you want to go to UCLA? The college of UCLA. Except Ole Miss is on ESPN or, or CBS every game. From a purely football standpoint, yes, because of the track record of it. But I'm saying, as a college kid, tell me I'm going to go to Los Angeles. What and would play be a football? better? Well, okay, I I have I have not attended college in either place. But you can't tell me that Oxford, Mississippi is not a more fun college experience than Los Angeles, California. I have no idea. I'm going to say it is. I'm going to say I'm going to say an 18-year-old in L.A. versus an 18-year-old in Oxford, Mississippi. I'm going to take Oxford, Mississippi. I don't know. That's just me. And again, but I also you don't like the old mess is this big, you know, powerhouse that gets all these recruitment. Well, so I mean, the maybe the Alabama. I'd rather be at UCLA than Alabama. Huh? You would rather be at U. Yes. The beer that Caleb is drinking has kicked in, and we are having a problem with that, evidently. No, it's not. But I, I just think <laughs> you, UCLA is one of the best schools in the country. I'm not arguing. But if you're going for football, I'm going to the SEC. I'm not going to the Pac-12. So that answers your question why. And it seems like every athlete I'm is doing the same thing. I'm asking why did that become a thing. I don't know. I don't that know. was my whole point. Yeah, okay. I don't know that answer. As Go back 50 years ago. Yeah. And say, well, you had would you rather go to Los Angeles or would you rather go to Alabama? 20 years ago, USC was the place. Right, Pete Carroll, Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart, Carson Palmer. So how the list goes on. Mike Williams. The list goes on and on and on. Well, then they got in a little bit of trouble, and then uh, Pete Carroll unfortunately left USC to deal with the trouble, and he went to the NFL to go give Tom Brady a ring. <laughs> but again, because he didn't run the ball. But again, that's part of it. But you know, I mean, it, it is wild. It is wild. You would think a lot of great college athletes, football players, yes. would come out of Cali, and Reggie Bush, Arizona. In my opinion, is probably the greatest. Football player ever in college. Top five, probably. Yeah, that'd I think, be a great I, debate. We ought to do that. Tonight. I think he's the. Why don't you get Godar and D, maybe, and Matt all on here, or go through that one night? That would be an interesting thing to. I just like, feel do a top ten I college feel, football player. Yeah, what? Well, I feel terrible for the man that he wasn't able to be paid. Yeah, because right. has there ever been a more marketed superstar right. in college football history? Well, yeah, Johnny Manziel. Could, I don't could, know. Could but. you imagine if they had NILs when Reggie Bush was playing? No. How much money is that man? And he's out there dating a Kardashian, and he's out at nightclubs, and he's also winning the Heisman, and he's running past and over everyone. Yes. He was one of the most electric players I've ever seen. I think he's the Herschel greatest Walker, college football player. Herschel Walker, Bo Jackson, Reggie Bush. Um, I'm assuming I didn't see Earl Campbell at Texas. Obviously, I'm sure there are a lot of other guys that I'm missing, but I mean, he was so electric at USC, and that team was so much fun. Um, okay, also a great school. school let's finish awesome off. Let's finish off just a little bit as we want to hit a little bit of the NBA because preseason, I picked the Warriors and the Bulls. Mm-hmm. I picked the Warriors as well. You did. The Warriors are on a heater. They haven't played anyone great though yet. Well, they just shit rocked Brooklyn. That's pretty. Are we good thinking team. Brooklyn's good? I don't think they're. I, good. They're old. God, they're old. What? Okay, the Lakers and I have that on on my list because I wanted to hit on that. Why, why are the Lakers and the Nets so fucking old? Because they're getting all these superstars that have been around forever. Except, do you know who's a dude? Kevin Durant? No, Taylor Horton Tucker. Kevin Durant's having one of the greatest seasons yeah, he is. of all time right he's now. The best. He's, he's, he and Curry. Curry's season right now, also incredible. I think Giannis um, is the best player in basketball, but those two have been incredible. Right, yeah. Giannis scores 47 the other night, he's and so he good. says, don't forget about me. He's so good. Right. He says, don't forget about this guy. And it gets the Lakers, too. Yeah. Now, obviously, they don't I'm have I'm going to become a Bucks fan. They don't, I mean, it's not, hard, it's not hard to do that. I, mean, I went to their stadium. It's an awesome area. Chris man. Middleton's back. Grayson Allen's hitting threes like he was college Grayson he's Allen. He's playing now. He has gray hair. Yeah. He's 25. <laughs> he does gray um, hair now. 
One thing I do want to check out, and I'll say this to my listeners too, uh, I haven't done this yet, but I've heard J.J. Reddick's podcast is awesome. So I need to find out, look, up, look that name up of his podcast just so we get that out to our listeners. Because I, I'm going to start, I'm going to add that to my list. I've been listening to Matt's and I've been listening to a couple others, but I really do want to check these out. He it's is called The Old author. Man and the Three with J.J. Reddick. That's it, The Old Man and the Three. And he, he does a little bit of everything. He's had some politicians on there. He's had a lot of athletes, obviously a lot of NBA guys, a lot of college guys. Uh, Alex Caruso on a week ago. Shout it, out who I love, Alex Caruso. He had, a, he had a plus 15, plus or minus yesterday, on the other day, and didn't score one point. Yeah. They did lose to Portland last night, but it was the end of a four-game road trip where they did beat the Lakers and the Clippers on back-to-back nights. Uh, the Bulls are playing really, really well. Look, Brooklyn's 11-5. and five. How about the Wizards, 10-4? and four? Bradley Beal plays, like it seems like, once a week. It's not, he's not even playing a lot. But they are playing. Kyle Kuzma is playing. That What a good fit for him. Sucker. What a good LeBron fit LeBron traded him. a good player. <laughs> they got scapegoated for being bad. Seander uh, Wiggins. Uh, how many players is he yeah, in this we, The list is so big I can't count like, it It's anymore. ridiculous. He Brandon trades- Ingram. Look at what Brandon Ingram does when right. he plays in Why would he not want to play with Brandon Ingram? That dude is ridiculously talented. I don't understand. LeBron's- but he does, but he loves him some Kent Bazemore and some Melo and some him? Avery Bradley. You know, he should love maybe playing on the fucking court. Oh, man. Or playing defense when you do play. Yeah. I, can, I, I can't stand LeBron. So the Wizards, 7-3 and three in their last 10. The Nets, 8-2, and two, and the Bulls, 6-4. and four. Also, your Miami Heat, who I think was your team for out of the East, right? Yeah. Um, they're 10-5 and five right now, too. And, and Butler came back last night. Or two nights ago and scored 23 or 31 or yep. whatever he did. Tyler Hero's um, playing well again, too. T- yeah, Tyler Hero's starting playing really well. So Kyle uh, Lowry's playing really well. Yeah, that's a good, that was a good fit, I think. Yeah. That was I think they're fit. really good. And it feels like they're really managing that, his load. Which you, I think that's a, yes. now is the time to do it, not March. And you know how much I love Bam Adebayo. So. Oh, he's a stud. Um, it's fun. It, it, it's been fun so far. But if you look out west, like... Golden State and Phoenix. How are the right Suns now. doing? They're, that's what yeah. eleven and three, and really eight. Chris just, Paul, Matt playing well. Told you you should bring him back. Um, Aiden just came back. He'd been out for a few He's games. So good. Play has played really, really well. Uh, Michael Bridges, really, really good. I've, Jay Crowder again. I, I, I've said it. I've. Well, I mean, we talked about it during the in the or the NBA playoffs. Wherever he goes, they win. Jay Crowder is a guy. He just like, finds a way to be valuable. He he is such a guy to have on your team. Utah also. I love Utah. I, Donovan Mitchell. Nobody talks enough about Donovan Mitchell, in my opinion. I love to watch that. He's man also play basketball. Maybe the most athletic player in basketball besides Giannis. Like the one of the most athletic guards in all of basketball. The dude can jump he, out of the he building. Is, he is. He is. Re- yeah. Yeah. He. If you watch him in the dunk contest, yes. we know he is uh, really really. Funny. And he can shoot now. He but can shoot incredibly. I'll well. tell you what. I've watched a couple Bulls games now, and I, and I need to start watching more. But it's some weird. Do we get it here? Yeah, they, you, you, we can catch them on TNT and TBS, and we, we in years past we've had the NBA package. We don't have that this year. Wow. Kind of regretting that. So if you want to go ahead and buck up and pay for that, I'm for, that. Uh, for you listeners, if somebody would like to donate to uh, the NBA package, like your login and password, uh, we would gladly yeah. accept yeah, it. I'm just would. saying, if somebody has it, um, Dallas also 95. Porzingis back playing well. Uh, Luca was out the was out the other night, but you know Hardaway's playing well for them. The, the West is is loaded. Because you got Portland as the seventh seed right now, and then the Lakers. I, I still, and this this will be for D because obviously he's a Cleveland Cavs fan who also are playing incredibly well. Um, Memphis, he's always been a Memphis guy. They're fun to watch. John Morant is must see, and they got Brooks back, and they got those they got those throwback light blue jerseys. Yeah, they're just awesome. fun to watch. John Morant's really good, like really, really good. I have a student. This is very bizarre. I have a student who is an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, and every night they win, he gets very pissed off. We talk about it the next day. He's like, I want, yeah, he's like, I want them to take. He's like, because if there's one thing we can do well, we can draft. That is definitely, nobody drafts like the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
Nobody. Slash, slash Supersonic. Right, right. Because they well, got... Well, that's what we talked... He and I yeah. actually talked about this Because they drafted Westbrook. They, they need to go back to Seattle so they can spend some goddamn money. They drafted Kevin Durant, and then they drafted Russell Westbrook, and then they moved right after they drafted him. Harden, So Westbrook was Adams, drafted as a, as a Seattle Supersonic, and then never played a game, played with Oklahoma City. Yep, yep. Uh, so for those who are not paying a lot of attention to the NBA, it, it's starting to heat up a little bit. Christmas Day, cannot wait for that. I'm going to have to figure out a way to make... Uh, all those games be able to watch, but you know we'll we'll figure that out. By the NBA package for Christmas. Well, there will all be those. All those games will be on national TV. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah. So um, again, Steph Curry cements every night I watch him. He cements his spot on my Mount Rushmore of NBA players. I just absolutely love that guy. So, but the, I'll tell you one thing I want to say, and then we, we can get out of here. The Bulls right now, if you're not watching them, and they're going to get Vuce back. He was out because of COVID protocols. Uh, they just got Kobe White back, and he's only playing a few minutes. I, I want to I want to apologize to an Illini. I was wrong on Io. I thought he would start in the G League, and I thought he would struggle to play at the NBA level. He's playing 15 to 18 minutes a night and giving them good minutes off the bench at, at the point guard spot. Now, I do believe with Kobe White back, that's probably those numbers are going to dramatically drop. I think they might drop. try Kobe White. I, they, I've heard that, and I'm okay with that. When you first of all, apologies to both Ball brothers also, and not just for me, for every human out there who wanted to. To say whatever they want. It's because of LeVar. LeVar, LeVar. It's also the fact that he went to the Lakers, and it's all of that. But both of those guys are fun to watch. Lonzo Ball can play some defense. Yeah. And, Le- and LaMelo Ball's better. Le- I don't know. Not defensively. Right, not, yeah, not, not defensively. No, Le- Lonzo. Lonzo's a very valuable player. This, uh, you know, and I saw, I saw a thing the other day. I saw Orleans. a quote from DeRozan. He thought he was going to the Lakers. He thought it was a done deal. And then they didn't. They ended up not having the money to pay him. Because uh, uh, they got who, Russell Westbrook? Well, who do we think made that decision? So, hey, thank you. He ended up with the Bulls. What a year he's had there. What a what a thing. I mean, here's the guy. Here's my, this is my dream scenario, and you're going to argue with me. Well, you might not. I, I want to find a way to get Ben Simmons on this team and play him at the four. I know that, you, I know, and you've talked about moving him. He's been out of the spot. If you put him at the four and let him just do the dirty work, could you imagine him on that Bulls team yeah. with Levine, Ball, DeRozan? Nobody would score. No. Levine, Ball, DeRozan, Simmons, and Vuce in the middle. And Caruso, Caruso coming off the bench. Caruso coming off the bench. That'd be. I mean, yeah. That is that not a perfect. Fit? Here's the thing: when you have a guy with the stigma around what Ben Simmons has right now, around um, not being a team player, whatever you want to say, you don't get a guy like that and try and ruin what you have going right now. I don't think that the stigma. I'm not for saying ben it Simmons would. is he's not a team player. I think it is that he didn't fit. I think. That he wasn't, I don't know, loved and feel. I don't know what the thing is. You know should do? He should come back and just shoot threes the whole time. <laughs> no. Miss all of them. And then be like, this is what you wanted from me. Right. But, I, I mean, right. tell me that that wouldn't be a great fit. I don't know that. He's a great fit anywhere. Ben Simmons is such a good player and such a valuable NBA player that I do not understand why someone hasn't gone out and gotten him. Also, I don't believe that Philly would trade him to Chicago. I think if he gets traded on the Western Conference. I don't, don't think you? I don't think um, if he gets traded to Portland think, or somebody like, like that because Philly's going to think they're contenders, which they're not. They're actually playing okay. So yeah, they're but they're great. not a contender in a five game series. They're no, I mean they're, they're eight games, and seven right now, and Embiid's out. Uh, hey, he's always Andre out. Drummond's playing really well. But, why are we? Why yeah. do we let Embiid call the shots when the dude plays fifty yeah. games a year? I don't understand. Also, a couple guys I do want to point out: Anthony Edwards, superstar. 
Yes. Oh my God, he is fun. Super to watch. athletic. It's insane. You talk about an athlete. He's incredible. Yeah. A Rod know- probably does not understand who he has. Okay. Well, well, I was going to say that Ant Edwards um, was asked about A Rod buying the team. Didn't know who he was. Did not know who he no was. No idea. Had no clue. Was not tuned into the baseball. Which I absolutely love. But he is a he is fun to watch. Also, Evan Mobley playing well. Jalen Suggs playing well. Um, Cade Cunningham is starting to ball in Detroit. Yeah. It was only a matter of time. It felt like that Detroit team plays really good defense. They're not exciting to watch. No. But they do. They have do they play. ever been? <laughs> well, back in the day when they were the bad That's boys, they were maybe. Mean, and they just fought everybody. But but Cade Cunningham's playing very well, and Jalen Suggs is playing okay. He's starting in Orlando. Cole Anthony, shout out to a former Tar Heel, is also balling in Orlando. The problem is nobody cares. It's Orlando. That's a guy that had all that talent. wasn't very good at UNC. He's hurt. Remember, he got hurt his ankle. And yeah, but he wasn't great before yeah. that. And then he kind of became what we thought he was going to yeah. be in the NBA. So. Well, and Wendell good Carter's playing really well there, who yeah. the Bulls had and, and made the trade for Vuce, which made sense. I really like Wendell Carter. Being yeah. There. Well, they're starting Wendell Carter and Mo Bamba, the two big guys. They're kind of going to the Cleveland Cavaliers plan, and it's working. Yeah. Those guys are really playing well. And Don't they, give they beat the Knicks last night. They beat the Knicks last night. So... Shout the out to Rob Wallace. The, I the Knicks aren't very good. Yeah, they're they're sitting right there at eight and seven. They're they're pretty good. They're not very good, man. Yeah, I don't eight know. Eight and seven is not good. And well, I just don't think they're very talented. It's early right now. They're in the seventh. They seat. don't have much talent. I mean, you got Julius Randle. I, I don't know that he Julius is. Julius Randle isn't a guy. I mean, Kimba he had a great year last year, but you can't assume he's going to be a superstar. Again. R.J. Barrett is really good. Yeah, I mean, he was. I R- thought he Obi Toppin's playing better. He plays off the bench, but he's playing better. Um, but I agree. Derrick Rose is playing well off the bench. They're like, just not talented. They're old. Yes. They feel old. Julia, they're old and they're rebuilding. Except so for how does that... I know. I know. I know. It is very weird. So anyway, for those of you who are NBA fans, it's been fun so far. I've really, really enjoyed what I've seen. Again, if anybody out there has the uh, NBA package and wants to you know, DM Caleb or I their login and password, we wouldn't say no. No. I'm just saying. Or Caleb can go ahead and buck up and pack. I'm not paying for the NBA package. Oh, also, update. Uh, podcast update. I don't. We don't have the music that like was you know. Here's a new thing. Uh, Caleb did not need to buy a starter. He sold his truck. Yeah. So thanks, Godar. Godar. Yeah. Shout out, Mike Godar. Your picks were so bad they that I had, had to, that I had to sell the truck <laughs> to make the money back that you cost us. So and I'm yeah. still in the hole. Yeah, that was it. So um, that's what happened. Uh, we had to sell the truck because we were so destitute that we had to get rid of No, I'm kidding. Um, a friend of the family ended up buying the truck because he's going to fix it up. Look, for those of you who know me, know that I can't fix anything. Nothing. Literally nothing. Um, and with Caleb going to college, didn't need the truck. Hope, I'm, I'm hoping he ends up fixing it. And if he sells it, I hope he makes a fortune out of it. I really do. I don't really care. But I it's do. It's gone. I hope, but I, I hope would, he does. No, I hope he does for his sake. Yeah. I'm just saying, if I... If I wouldn't have sold it, I would have lost money, and I gained money. <laughs> so I'm happy with it. And especially with Mike's picks. Yeah. Yeah. Which we, we, we were going to have him on, and he's really, really busy. I think his kid's playing basketball right now. So good luck. We've to, eaten. Cannot say good luck to the CM Eagles. I cannot ever. No. Cannot say that. But good luck to Mike Godard's kid. Yeah. We that also, but um, we've been eating ramen noodles for a couple months now. It's been tough. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah. You got anything else you need to add? Anything else that we need to throw out there? Nope. Hey, guys, once again, we can't thank you enough. Um, please find us out there on your favorite podcast platform and give us a five-star rating. Like I said, I think we're going to wind this. I think we've got a few more episodes that we're going to do. We're trying to have a few more people on. I'd like to get Matt back on. I'd like to get Dee back on. Um, I got, we'd like to get Charlie Erler on if we can get him on to talk a little bit of some baseball. Maybe we can get some signings at least. Hopefully, hopefully there's no lockout and we can get him on uh, to talk former all high standout pitcher. I'd like to get him on. Um, and maybe some other people. Who knows? But I think we are going to take a hiatus around Christmas. And uh, take at least a month off, maybe two months off. Get like Caleb get settled at U of I, 
get his feet wet over there. And like I said, we are trying to figure out a few ways to improve this experience. Um, this is our first time, obviously, doing that. We've had an absolute blast with it, and we can't thank you guys also, enough. Also, but maybe trying to go to some, maybe trying to go to some video or something yeah. next time. In the event that there were to be a while well, away, a big Nolan Arenado type breakthrough for the Cardinals again, we will be back. We will be. We will. Yeah, nothing is set in stone, but. But we are going to. I, I do th- would like to maybe take a little break over the holidays and, yeah. and figure out what, what our next step is. Uh, we're going to try and maybe add in some merchandise for those of you supporters, get something going there. I have no clue how to do that. So that is where my wife is going to come in handy or someone, again, out there who has some knowledge. Um, uh, shout out to Dave Owen Biddle. I've, I've talked with him. He's going to help us maybe do some video stuff. That man is a genius when it comes to all of this stuff. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate him helping already with what he's done. But uh, I'm going to have to sit down and try and arrange a. Arrange a sit down. That, that, that's the first time I've ever been able to say that. So sounded very mafioso. Yeah, but but it's not. It's not. No, it's not. Uh, once again, guys, we thank you very much for joining us. Uh, go Bulls, Cardinals. Let's go ahead and let's get Strowman and Story. Uh, NFL, go Saints. Even though I don't, somebody just catch a ball. That's all. Or I maybe want. just give the draft pick. All okay. I want is just catch a ball. Why don't just, we just lose just, the next? Nope. Have again. Just catch the ball. Let's get Russell Wilson in in New Orleans. He would fit really, really well there uh, with Sean Payton. Are you kidding me? Um, let's go from there. Mac Jones is better than Caleb thinks. Just a few things that I wanted to wrap up there. Shohei Otani is not Babe Ruth. I would like to just yeah, my final he's not. right he's, there. He's way more talented. But he's not, and I just wanted to get that out there. He one is last more talented. Time. Don't be a boomer. Uh, he is more oh, talented. Oh, no, you didn't just Do say not. that. You did not. I did. You did not. Don't be an old did fart not. that thinks just because he played 85 years ago means that he's as good as he actually didn't. was. He's not. Caleb's wrong. So is Bill Russell as good as Jordan? He has more rings. Who does? Is Bill Russell better than Jordan? No. Why? They played different positions. And he also played four teams. Fuck out of here. Caleb's wrong. So I want everybody to go know. Blues. So I, go Blues. Are they winning? They're winning. Okay, Finally. go Blues. Um, I will try to watch part of this game, but to be fair, I'm going to be really honest with you guys. Caleb's going to go upstairs and watch the game. I'm flipping over the Patriots game. That's fine. If we're going to be honest. Uh, once, once again, thank you guys. We'll be back next week. We might do, we might do two next week. All right, what do you well, think about that? That's a conversation for off the podcast. Yeah, maybe. we might we might have to do that. We'll have to talk about that since we're I'm off for nine days with Thanksgiving. Uh, anyway, guys, once again, thank you so much. Have an amazing weekend. Uh, we will probably talk to you before Thanksgiving, and if but if we don't, have an awesome Thanksgiving. Take care of everybody out there, but enjoy your rest, your relaxation, whatever it is, and your time with friends, your time with family. Uh, if it's a rough time for you guys, please reach out to somebody that's out there that can help you. There are a lot of people out there willing to help. Uh, reach out to us. We'll, we'll see what we can do to help anybody. Uh, don't, don't, don't go through anything alone. Uh, hang in there. Stay safe. Take care of each other. Cheers. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. <laughs>